hello and welcome your beautiful ears back to the Pineapple Theory Podcast. This is episode 11. Um, I'm glad to be back after my little week off there. Uh, I'm obviously your host, John, with my co-host, Reese. Reese, how you doing? Yay, yay! <laughs> there we go. That's pretty hard. That's that's hard, yeah. I, I said I said I'd come in hard, you know, up it. Like we'll bring, we'll, we're back, baby. You know, we're get, back. Get, get hyped like back in like rugby days when we're when we're like in a little huddle and we do the squeeze. First hit, first hit, <laughs> first hit. Remember, you like you'd point at someone across the pitch and just be like, "I got you," yep. and like yep. you'd, you'd never get them like straight off no. the get go. It's not like you're just gonna go into an all out skirmish or something. They they probably didn't even catch the ball, but they probably still get hit. Mm hmm. Very, very true. Anyway, we have episode 12. We have another very, very special guest, John, don't we? We do indeed. We, we do, do indeed. Wait, we're just, you who, know, who, we're, who? we're completely... Who's a special a- guest? We're, wow. It's it's the one and only McKinley, my girlfriend. Oh. Yay, yay! There she is. She came in hard. <laughs> I felt like I had to. Yeah. So, yeah, Matching we have another energy. special guest, episode 12. We have all met before to confirm... Me and McKinley live together in Toronto, Canada, and John obviously is in Bonnie, Scotland. Um, oh, yeah. But we are all best friends, let's say. I would say so. Best bros. Best yeah. bros. We're, we're all bros. We're all I'm bros. I'm an honorary bro, I think. Yeah. You're a bro by default. That's yeah. the term. I think I'm like Robin when she's like smoking the cigars with Barney, and they're like, wow, mm-hmm. he's a bro. Yeah, yeah like you, you can hang. I can hang. No, it's more than that, though. I mean, it's, uh, bro by default makes it sound like it has to happen. I, th- I feel like there, there has to be... Like, we didn't do a ceremony or anything, but th- there, was, there was a process to get there for, for including John in this, like for the three, for the three musketeers. Yeah. I feel like Wait, it was what? getting drunk in Scotland on Coronas. Mm-hmm. And remember me and you were like, we could just get like a six pack or maybe like 12 and it'd be fine. And then John and Paul were like, no, we need like a full case. Oh yeah, we need a crate. Yeah, I forgot I, about I've that night. I've never seen anything actually. like it, honestly. That was a we, good night. It that was a, a good night. That was a John. That was a great night. <laughs> it was. Just to uh, to to marshal it up a little bit. That was a great night. Great a night. Great night. Great. Uh, okay. Before we get well, started, though, before before we get started, uh, I said I'd give a couple of the boys from work a shout out because I forgot to give them it the last time. You're terrible. Um, You're the worst friend ever. I, know. I don't even know I'm why terrible. I like you. I'm absolutely shocking. Um, but shout out the boys are then the Kelly squad, John Connor, and my real dad, Stevie. Your Love real you dad. My real. He's my work dad. How does your actual dad feel about this? Hmm. He doesn't mm. know. <laughs> I just keep, He's my work dad. That's my real dad. You know. The issue with doing these conversations over discord or something is that as as we've said many times we can't see each other but i think the three of us all took a drink at the same time there somehow i'm already yeah, probably. To top up yeah mixed topping up and we've, oh, we've yeah. got an absolute bottle of wine here this thing is oh. huge when i went to the shop i was like oh you know i'm just gonna go for my usual i'm gonna get a get a uh, pack of tenants and i was like you know what I'm, i've not had red wine in a while and i just didn't do it and now that you're drinking wine i'm wishing that i went for the red wine you should have. This was a this was a very cheap bottle of wine, but it was a very it's it's a go to. Yeah. Well, you know us. what I'm gonna do after this one. I'm gonna go down and see if there's any red wine downstairs. Ah, so we might have a wee pause break halfway through this for for John yeah. to switch. The wine hunt. Yeah, the wine hunt. Going going on a wine hunt. The Blair wine hunt. <laughs> <This is> Blair <laughs> I'd Witch. Watch that. 
project. Oh, it's project. It's not hunt, is it? Yeah, no. I've messed up. Damn it. The thought was there, though. The thought was there. Okay, right. Well, it's what we should do is just on a quick intro, as we do with the only other guest we've ever had, but any guest we will have in the future, we need to do a quick top five movies or top three movies of what it is that McKinley likes to watch. What What are your what are top top three, top five? Well, the thing top is five. that I don't even just have a top five. I have five favorite movies. Okay. So they are in no order. They're all amazing. Hmm. So you couldn't pick one over the other. No. Nah, this is that's that's the difficult part. You have to make these choices in life. <laughs> no, I've <laughs> always just said whenever anyone asks me that I have five favorite movies. So like, tough. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. I guess I'll just five favorite them. movies. Yeah, go for it. Go for your let's, go for your five, and then John. Tell you what, you say your five, and then John, you can put them in an order. I'll rank. We'll I'll rank them for you. Ooh, you're getting a phone call. I'm getting a phone call by spam, so I hung up on them. It's all good. Right, go for it, Mick. Okay. Probably someone from down in England. Uh, yeah, they're calling me in Toronto. Yeah, that's, they always call me. You're very popular with the English. No, I get like Toronto <laughs> spam. No one's calling me from England. I was kidding. <laughs> okay, five movies, no particular order. Titanic. Okay. Shawshank Redemption. Mm-hmm. Oh, good one. How to Train Your Dragon. Awesome. Primal Fear. And Disturbia. So I don't think John's seen Primal Fear or Disturbia. I can do like a quick Yeah, give us the give us the rundown. Primal Fear. I looked up what year it was from because Ooh. I realized that I have a trend for nineties movies. Mm. Which I didn't think that I did. Um yeah, so Primal Fear is like a lawyery movie, so no wonder I like it. Mm-hmm. McKinley's studying to be a lawyer. I guess background yeah, information. Little, little helps. insert there. Um and it's about Edward Norton plays this guy who allegedly kills like the cardinal or like the pope, but under the pope, yeah. not the pope. Not not quite the pope, but kind of the pope. I don't know enough about the religion pope of, to explain of Chicago? what he is. No, uh, Boston, whatever American town they're in. It's like it's like the it's the main church guy there. Yeah. Yeah, that's good enough. They'll know what we're on. They know what we're on about. Um and. Yeah, so Edward Norton's character allegedly kills him, and it's his trial, and the lawyer discovers that he might have multiple personalities. Yeah. And killed the Pope as his other personality, but doesn't know that he's done it. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of about the trial and how that goes. Yeah, this lawyer's like a, a big hotshot lawyer who likes the fame and whatnot, so jumps on this case free pro bono straight off the get-go, and then soon it unwinds that edward norton's character is is possibly two people in one body and one of them like completely like the good guy like blacks out whenever the bad guy takes over because um, mm. all the evidence points towards that he definitely murdered him like he's running away from the crime scene at the start covered in his blood and all this different kind of stuff so it, he's he's pr- pretty yeah. much sure to to be convicted i mean it's a little bit fight club it's a little like, fight club like it is twist a fight club. and edward norton's in it Mm-hmm. Should we spoil it? Are we allowed to spoil? I mean, it's a pretty old movie. It's an old movie. Yeah. Okay, so but spo- although if people go and want to watch it, True. the best yeah, part would... is the twist. Okay, don't yeah. spoil yeah, it. Don't spoil Primal it. Fear for sure is a movie that you should go and watch. It's a bit of a slow I burn. I want to go and watch it now. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, we won't spoil it for John. Though. It's a bit of a slow burn, like kind of like Spotlight. You guys talked about that mm-hmm. before, right? Like yeah, yeah. it's not a very fast-paced movie. But it's definitely very interesting. It is. When Batman comes out of nowhere in the Batmobile, <laughs> that's definitely a. Uh, 
your favorite uh, part there. I, I like that <laughs> the most. That doesn't happen. <laughs> and then Disturbia. I don't know if people know what that is. Shia LaBeouf we've, as a young boy. A boy Shia. You love Shia. Yeah. I you do. love Shia and Edward Norton. In all I do. That's probably Wait. why they're my favorite movies. If you love Shia LaBeouf, you need to watch. Don't um, say Transformers. Don't <laughs> no, say Transformers. No, no. no, no. Megan Fox uh, is the star of that show. Peanut Butter Falcon. Peanut Butter oh, Falcon is yeah, amazing. Yeah, I made Mick watch that. Absolutely. That's such a good movie. I mean, you didn't really oh, have class. to persuade me. Like, I wanted to watch it. No, but I watched it on my flight back from Germany on that works trip. And I was like, this movie is the best Shia LaBeouf movie ever. It might yeah, I, I, I absolutely loved it. Yeah, that would honestly probably make it into my top five now, possibly. When the kid is like, you're not invited to my birthday. Yeah. You're not invited. Oh, no, you probably <laughs> no, can't. No, I can't. Yeah. You're going to have to probably. cut that out. Yeah, I'm going to cut that one out. I don't <laughs> nah, you wouldn't need to cut because you, you, didn't, you didn't, you know. Okay. The, I think you'd be all right. The, the, I'm not meaning offense. The kid has Down syndrome, and that's like the main character, and Shia LaBeouf's character is like guiding him and taking him on an adventure sort of journey. Well, his um, biggest compliment is inviting people to his birthday. Yeah, his birthday party. So he constantly says, like, you're not invited to my birthday, or you're invited to my birthday party to anyone who's slightly nice or not nice to him. Yeah. But anyway, we were talking about Disturbia, not yeah. Peanut Butter Falcon. I mean, it's a good sidetrack to go on, though, because it's a really good movie. And it's Shia LaBeouf. Yes. Well, did what we not? <laughs> you ever heard of actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf? A what, what? <laughs> okay, I don't know. I guess it was, like maybe a north american thing just a little closer Do I need than to come in a little? just a little bit you don't have to you don't have to change your voice to that but a little closer i feel like the closer i am to the mic the more like not too close you just see these little lines here we got to keep them kind of where they are they were down here for you so you might be a little quieter okay i'll, I'll stay in this range anyway just don't scream in the people's ear actual we did that both of us on our <laughs> intro did that yeah we get a little red light that peaks if we do that and uh but yeah, we both came in with yay yay. So <laughs> that'll be good. Anyway, actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, so actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf. It's this like YouTube video song, I guess, about people wandering in the woods and Shia LaBeouf is like a creature that stalks them and like eats them. Mm-hmm. Is this a film? No, it's no, like No, it's like a YouTube meme video thing. Like Yeah. But then they actually showed it to Shia LaBeouf. And he, like, loves it. And then they performed it on stage with, like, acrobats and everything. And Shia LaBeouf just, like, claps at the ending. And he's like, this is amazing. Mm -hmm. And it was a huge thing in my high school. Like, I used to do improv. And everyone would want us to be actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf. (laughs) And then I showed Reese and he hadn't heard of it. No. Yeah, I'd never heard of that either. No, it wasn't what like it, it's worth a watch. I would say it's very strange, but it's one of those like mm-hmm. it's just like one of those videos that goes around like school. You know how we would have I don't know bad lip reading or something like that, where we would oh, constantly yeah. for like a whole week be just saying that, watching the same yeah yeah like it's it's one of those. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd never heard of it, and then we were talking about Shia LaBeouf, and it came up, and then we went down the rabbit hole. Yeah, maybe we'll maybe we'll post it on the Instagram or clip some of it and show it. Yeah, maybe we should see if it's just... Show the people kind of... Yeah, I'm sure there'll be some people who Shia know LaBeouf. of it, yeah. but maybe just QV didn't. Only the main Shia LaBeouf fans. Yeah, the big ones. Mm. Anyways, Disturbia. Disturbia, for, for a third... This <laughs> the is the third best time thing about it. our podcast, is we can never keep on track with anything we talk about. Nope. So you're fitting in well. But Disturbia, third time's a charm. Give us the rundown. A boy. A boy. On house arrest. Ooh, on house discovers arrest. that his neighbor is Ooh. a serial killer. 
Mm-hmm. No. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> and him and his friend Ronnie and mm-hmm. the hot girl next door. The hot nice. girl next door. Have to try and prevent him from murdering people and maybe even prevent them from murdering them. Yes. Oh, that sounds good. It's very it good. good. Who's the hot um, girl? The hot girl, I don't know who it is. I honestly but don't she think is she's a, hot a big girl. actress. She is a big she's hot girl. Like the kind of like they do the whole she's got a pool in her backyard and she's just out there in the slinkiest little bikini you've ever seen, just by herself. Well, Shia LaBeouf is trapped at home in the summer. Yeah, because so he's, he's on house arrest. Yeah. Wait, is he in it as well? Yeah. Hi, that's why John, we're why do you why do you think we're talking about this, Shinumpty? <laughs> I thought he was in the last film. No, that was Edward Norton in Primal Fear. Shia LaBeouf oh, right. is why we okay. got onto this whole thing. Disturbia. Disturbia is Shia LaBeouf. Okay, yeah. I'm with it. I'm to with be it. fair, we did take some detours. Did, but, oh. So we lost John along the way, but we picked you him up. Me. He's back. Yep. He's back. <laughs> we'll dry him off. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. Shia LaBeouf Shia is LaBeouf. under house arrest. Okay. And there's a hot girl next door. And then okay. the other next door is a serial killer they suspect and then investigate and find that he is well murdering people and it's just basically the journey of two young kids three young kids eventually mm-hmm. um trying to uncover this murderer and not kids. get murdered they're uh, like 17 yeah, and 18 young like, adults young adults young yes. adults I'm gonna i will have to say put these both on my they definitely should be on list. the to watch list but i'm yeah, gonna yeah. say yeah. why disturbia is like so good because I feel like some people watch it. You watched it and didn't, Reese. Yeah. I guess I should say who I'm yeah, talking you to. Um, and didn't really see the appeal. No, I, I liked it. It just I wouldn't ever put it on my top five. What but I love you about the it, opening scene. first of all, is that the guy that plays Shia LaBeouf's dad, mm-hmm. a friend of my family, knows him. Mm. So I feel like a little bit connected to him because of it. Yeah. Secondly, the dad like i don't think it's a big spoiler dies in the beginning yeah like in the first like five minutes he's dead but in the five minutes of the movie that he's in you are so drawn to their relationship that like you're heartbroken that he's died Mm -hmm. and it happens so fast like they they show it so quickly and in such like little details yeah it's one of the best well shot first five minutes of any movie ever to have that much emotional connection to a character you just met just and barely even talk. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of why I think that it's a good movie. And then also like I love a thriller. I love murder. Yes. Not like doing it, but whoa, just like whoa, watching whoa, it on whoa, TV. Whoa. <laughs> Pull it back. John John help me. <laughs> help me, John. I'm stuck. Oh. She won't let me leave. No. I'm just going to sip my wine. Yeah. <laughs> I want a bowl and, and chain over here. Contemplate your plan. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like there's this theory that like girls my age love murder mysteries. Mm-hmm. Like I'm pretty sure we're the demographic for like all true crime stories. Hmm. Hold on. Yeah, we're going to need to get onto that. Because I haven't actually I've not uh, heard how the night was. Oh, our oh, murder mystery. Oh, the that's murder mystery really night. That's a good topic to bring up. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're a, I can't you believe were, you did it, John. Yeah. <laughs> You need to be. Wait, of that's what I was gonna, because I was telling Becca about it. Uh, no, Megan or Stacy, I can't remember. I was telling, telling some about female it. friend of yours, um, <laughs> and so I was like, yeah. So I was telling him about it, and I was like, oh shit, nah, I couldn't have been the murderer because you said that you were gonna, as in Reese, you said that you were gonna 
send me another paragraph to like as my confession. Yeah, I didn't you, get around to that. Never I just, like, yeah. The timing so was... of when we were going to do it changed. We were going to do it on Halloween night, but then uh, we right. had to go back to Sarnia and travel and stuff, so we did it like the weekend before. Um, okay. But for everybody listening, basically, I like to come up with occasionally, and I used to do it more often, and I'm going to try and do it more often, but I like making fun little movie clips or games or, or whatever, something fun to do. And for Halloween this year, knowing we'd be locked down in our apartment and whatever, I figured I'd try and make a murder mystery game. So I used Edinburgh in a... I, I said the 1950s, but then it was definitely like it was way... It quickly became the 1800s. Yeah, and, and then maybe like, the 1700s <laughs> and not... then the 1600s. Because yeah. like I turned off all the lights in our apartment and like chucked glow sticks and candles everywhere. And like it was pretty dark and spooky. But obviously in the 1950s, they'd probably have, like, definitely have electricity and all the rest of it. Well, like, you started by playing Elvis. Yes. And then the setting was very much, mm-hmm. like, no radio. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> the, the time period was a bit dodgy. But basically, I Maybe, asked maybe all, I was just a time traveler. Well, the whole thing started as a time traveler. Because I said that you're time traveling back to 1950s Edinburgh, um, and there's been a murder. And it basically been McKinley's one of McKinley's best friends is named Shay, and she basically was her in the storyline. This was her detective partner who'd been murdered, and her name was Shaylock Mahomes, like Shaylock Holmes. Mahomes. Sherlock. Yeah. No, Shaylock Mahomes. Oh, like, yeah, Sherlock. like Sherlock. Yeah, like yeah. Sherlock Holmes. That was the play on words. I basically punned everybody's name. It was good. Yeah, and then basically like McKinley was a detective called Mackenzie. And she would go, because I always said that if McKinley were to be a detective, she'd have to change her name to Mackenzie. Cause I well, feel everyone like... calls me Mackenzie because I guess McKinley isn't a normal name. Yeah. And so Also, it sort of autocorrects. Your, your name, if you've never typed it before on your phone, the first autocorrect that comes up is Mackenzie. So it's probably why. But yeah. So it's my alter ego. It's your alter ego. So McKinley's alter ego is Mackenzie. And yeah, she had to go back and solve the case of the missing diamond necklace and who murdered Sherlock Mahomes. And John's part in this, I asked him to record a voiceover because McKinley was going around the apartment and finding these clues, and each clue had a QR code that she would scan on the iPad, and it would bring up this video of a Photoshopped picture that I did, and then, excuse me, someone's uh, voice recording. So John was the bartender of the Tron pub, and his name mm-hmm. was Tronathan Kane. Or Mc, Mc, McLean or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So Tronathan, and I thought that was funny. Um, yes, because I hate when people call me Jonathan. Yes. So he was, John was the bartender. And basically. So really, you just called everyone by the names they don't like for a night. Yeah, and, and, it was, it okay. and made them like agree to yeah. it being fine. Um, but yes, John ended up, spoilers, doing the murder because. Basically, his character owns the Tron pub, and he was complaining because this big gang had come in with all these chain pubs called Weatherspoons, and they were cutting off local pubs' prices by being so low that the local pubs were going out of business. So John observed in his pub this shadowy sort of trade deal of two people who were exchanging this necklace, figured he'd follow Sherlock Mahomes and try and get the necklace, things turned south and he ended up having like basically in a scrap and he murdered her and then he tried to frame it on someone else but he was trying to find the necklace it ended up bad he ended up murdering Sherlock Mahomes and it, and it, it was an accident really but he did do it and then tried to cover it up frame someone else and he didn't get the necklace 
and that was that was pretty much the the rough storyline without going into all the other characters that were in it so i i failed you you failed you accidentally murdered someone and then you tried to cover your tracks rather than owning up that was the big thing Jeez, but you were just trying night. to save your pub rough night for me yeah rough night for you and speaking of rough the dog was the main that reason was... that you were uncovered well there was a clue in the video there was a and clue then the i video. was like oh i'm pretty sure it's him but then the dog gave it away because dogs are a good judge of character and the dog did not like you yes mckinley's oh. trusty sniffer dog sarah who's a real life dog um was not here but was fake here in the storyline and had been at home with the murder weapon all day that had been found earlier in the night and she'd right. been like sniffing around it all day and then at the end of john's little clip he says come back when you've like solved it or when you think you've got a lead i'll give you a free pint for a good story meaning that he wanted to be like kept in a loop to find out how close she was to solving the case so mckinley yep. does that goes back gets a free pint and then <laughs> takes sarah with her and sarah's barking at you like mad and that was another another key giveaway was sarah could smell the similarities between the murder weapon and john and me yeah yeah or tronathan sorry yeah, it Trump wasn't very well written, and it was pretty easy, but it no, was fun. No, the five shots that you made me do in yes. the middle made it way yeah. harder. <laughs> yeah, we had, like, so it, like, linked up certain characters. For example, we've got, like, the, the Wii, the uh, Nintendo Wii here. So, like, one of the characters, like, said he would tell the information if she managed to beat him in bowling. So then we, like, bowled a game on the Wii. Another the character was, made her do three shots, yeah. and we had to drink the whole night. The problem was that you made all these activities for me to do. And I needed to win them to move forward in the, yeah. the you to win a murder card mystery. Game and, bowling. and I could not win for no. the life of me. And it was going to take <laughs> us all night for me to like just to get actually past. win the games. Yeah, like the first bowling game, I beat you, and then you beat me the second time. The card game, I won, and we had to kind of fudge the numbers of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I set it up maybe a little bit too difficult, and also I don't like to lose, so I wasn't <laughs> exactly going easy on her. Um, but yeah, it was good fun. Yeah, it was good fun. And it was, it was something different to do. So for sure, anyone who's got a family or friend or is in lockdown or anything, try write your own murder mystery. It's pretty fun. They also, obviously, we haven't done it. And I think it's quite expensive mm -hmm. before I recommend it to your many listeners. Mm -hmm. But I've seen on TikTok and also in real life that they have where you can buy from Amazon like documents for a murder that oh. seem real. Like it's made up but they're like legit police looking documents and you have to try mm. and piece together who did it. Mm. I think it's like $80. So like, it's not a cheap mm. thing, but I feel like if you and a group of friends wanted to do it, yeah. it would be a pretty fun like activity. I think I would do it with a big group of people. Like, cause mm -hmm. doing it on yeah. just like, just for, just for you. And I was sort of the narrator. It was more like a Dungeons and Dragons storytelling sort of yeah. thing. It wasn't really a murder mystery or like an escape room kind of thing. But for a group of people, you can really do a lot more. Yeah, so, so I yeah. feel like there's probably games and stuff that people could buy if they didn't want to write their own. Yeah, and do like that a framework. I did. I did. There's a bunch of websites, and um, we can maybe link and share them to like how to like plan your own murder mystery. One of the main advice is actually work backwards. So you pick who did the murder, how it was done, and then you write the story in reverse. Um, is an easier way of doing it. Um, but yeah, it's it's definitely fun. I mean, everyone should try it. No, I want that. That sounds like a good day. Yeah, oh, you could just night. do it with your family, right? Like, it doesn't have to be, yeah. like, your significant other or a big group good of people. COVID activity. Yeah, COVID activity. See, we're providing, like, Just new pretend that stuff. you killed your brother who's, like, irritating you mm -hmm. and then make your family solve it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I think I spent 
probably like 10 to 20 dollars total i bought like a couple props from the dollar ammo which is like pound land and i printed off a couple bits of paper and the qr codes and stuff and then the rest of it was just asking friends to record this and that a little bit of photoshop a little bit of editing and boom easy mm-hmm. it took me a month <laughs> it did take me a month to plan but i also work so like you could oh. probably do it in a weekend but how yeah. did we get onto this because john wanted to know about the murder mystery thing and yeah because i hadn't heard i hadn't out. heard about it and that led on from disturbia which was like a murder thriller thing. okay i was gonna bring it back okay i was gonna bring it forward because you said about uh, all your many listeners and i wanted to mention about our oh, many listeners yes but what oh, have you got on a dark side it's okay it'll lead into future things okay so when you're done this okay we just before starting this podcast looked up our listeners and first of all we have over 500 starts now on our episodes which is a round of applause that's round of applause that's very good very good for us considering we're not Uh, really promoting nice john considering we're not really promoting this podcast it's just sort of friends and word of mouth and if you get a chance listen to it um yeah it's good that we're doing so well we also have now over 100 listeners over 25 followers and uh over 350 streams so it's it's the stats are going up but the most interesting and scary as hell possibly statistic that spotify gives me is where people listen from because we have countries all over the place we have united kingdom the uk being our number one canada being our number two the philippines we've got a big audience germany israel macedonia hong kong norway turkey sweden united states argentina and two listeners in what spotify classes in all caps as unknown the unknown the unknown i and i don't know what country unknown is but we have a couple theories your theory mckinley was i think that it's what's the name of the movie uh the boat that rocked yeah so but we call it pirate radio yeah pirate radio the boat that rocked um i think that you have some popularity among ship captains Mm -hmm. out at sea out at sea international waters because i feel like they can access spotify possibly if they got a good like wi-fi or or 5g signal Mm. i don't know that may be difficult or really good ears (laughs) they're just listening to it live they're hearing it right now they've got a long ass piece of like string in a cup and whenever they go out to sea they just drag that along with them and like you know the the like missus or like husband at home is just sitting there and like playing the spotify um (laughs) or option two is that extraterrestrial beings somewhere in the moon or oh maybe the space station maybe someone in the space station is listening to us Chris maybe there's life on Mars. Sardia. Maybe oh. maybe we. Oh. I don't maybe know if he, we. he's not there right now. But John, what are you saying? Go for it. Maybe we have just discovered life on Mars. Maybe. Maybe this is this is it. And they're listening to the Pineapple Theory podcast, which 20 minutes, or no, almost half an hour in, we need to say, follow us at the Pineapple Theory underscore podcast for all the latest and greatest new posts, news, updates, funny videos, and also new animations that I've been trying to Ooh. do. Yeah, little... definitely give some love to the animations because they are time consuming. Yeah, I've been sitting up way too late, like down to like 3 a.m. still working on these animations just for fun. That like, I don't know why I want to do it. I guess I want to lo- learn a new skill and I want to try something new, but it's fun. It's very, it it's very cool. Yeah, right. Like it's, I don't know, it's a laugh. It's different. I'll get better. Maybe. I like it. Nah. 
I, I think they're cool. Okay, well, thanks for the pity. <laughs> it's not pity. No, I mean, we're, like, part of the team, so... I'm just, I'm now a part of the, You're team. Now part of the team. I'm just saying yeah. it myself. Cammy, every guest that we have is joining as is part, part of the team. team. Cammy exactly. is now part of the team. Mick's now part of the team. We're, 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 we're gaining ground. We All are. right. Well, I think that's a fair enough intro. Is there one more thing you wanted to oh, lead on? Or is that it's going to bridge later? to other things. Okay. So I feel like it's good. I was going to say, I listed my favorite movies, mm-hmm. but my favorite series mm. that I could think Ooh. of in the like two minutes before we started where one, Paranormal Activity, mm-hmm. which I know is questionable because they're not amazing movies. Not after, that- like, the, the first two are amazing, and then three, four, five, six, I just love how seven. they connect, like, the intimacy. Nah, I'm, I'm not a fan of Paranormal Activity. That shit, yeah, that's that's you're because scared. you're scared of Paranormal Activity, like, in your home, or, like, you yeah. don't like the movies? Because I'm scared of Paranormal Activity in my yeah. home. Yeah, like being scared of it, I get. But like, that's why good I think that they're good movies, though, because it genuinely freaks you out because it seems so real. Mm-hmm. But two is Back to the Future. Back to the Future, which I know is Spot John's on. as well. That is a segment later on. We were going to do the news, and then we're going to go into that. But All right, I was just introing it yeah. so that give the people a taste of what's coming up. Yeah, you what's know? coming up is John's going to have to answer and do a challenge accepted. Those people for in Back unknown really want to know what they they're do. in for the mars spaceship captain captain bird's eye fish finger man is uh the captain is bird's eye fish finger man <laughs> see you know what it is i don't think they have bird's eye fish fingers over here no i, I don't, don't know what don't that know is yeah mix mix lost but everyone that's, that's <laughs> for the uk listeners for fish fingers it's like this oh, we don't need to get into it you, you even know what you don't know all right. You either know or you don't know. But exactly. right before we do, okay, the the, the uh, challenge accepted. I'm gonna go get a refill. Well, we need to do the news and then we'll go into challenge accepted. Oh wait, if we do news, right, okay, I'll wait. For, yeah. I'll wait for the challenge accepted. Okay, right. So I'll fly through the news. We're now going into the news. Oh, also new intros. I edited some new intros to make it more how I met your mother themed. Yeah. <laughs> I used to have a Barbie phone when I was a little kid. Yeah, and the ringtone was like a horse would come up on the screen and Mm -hmm. it would run to that song. (laughs) There we go. John John had a Barbie phone. All right, on with the news. (laughs) Metro News One may not be number one in viewership, but this reporter takes pride in. Wow! Oh my god! We are here. We are live. We have topped up our drinks. We have emptied our bladders, and we are in and ready for the news. First Empty off, bladder. we're starting That's... with something so sad. I don't know. If I'm going to start sad, and we're going to build up. But okay. Sean Connery passed away, and all joking aside, he is a Scottish legend and deserves every single bit of credit that he gets. And every single one of his movies that he's ever done. It's kind of sad seeing that his last movie was an animated sort of thing that wasn't very good. But as James Bond, as a Scottish legend, you know, cheer, cheers to cheers to Sean Connery, you know? Cheers, cheers to Sean Connery. I, yeah, what, I've never what, seen a movie with him in it. Hey! You have. I know you have. Have I? Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen what The movie? Hunt for Red October? Nope. Have you ever seen Highlander? 
Nope. You ever seen any James Bond that he's in? Nope. I don't think that John would lie to us. I swear to God, the only James Bond I've seen is the Daniel Craig James Bond. Okay, well... Honestly, same. Oh, Jesus. Not a big fan either. I don't know (laughs) if I'll get outed by your... You're listening. Mick, I'm right there with you. I like the Daniel Craig's ones, but they're not, like, mind-blowingly good. Okay, moving on. (laughs) I'm a big Bond fan, so I like R.I.P. Sean. Yeah, Yeah, R.I.P. Sean. All right, I have a piece of news here that is probably going to make John cream in his pants. And I don't know if he knows about this, but John, like, 13-year-old John would literally die for something like this. So, John, are you ready for this piece of news? Uh, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I guess. Netflix, I don't know if I'm ready to cream my pants, though. Netflix has con- kind of confirmed. It's still, like, talk sort of rumored. But Netflix has posted an image of doing a live-action series of Assassin's Creed. Yep, I've seen it. And all it? my days, I'm excited. Yeah. The, fact, think... that, the fact that they only posted, like... The image the Assassin's with Creed. the logo like the image, and an N the, in it. Yeah, just, yeah, that was it. And then yeah. coming to Netflix, I was just like, holy shitballs. It's yeah, happening. We can, we can like post this to the uh, Instagram Netflix is taking day. over. Oh, yeah. Oh, Netflix, Netflix is, is so... Everything. Netflix is actually like popping off right now. Well, Netflix and Disney, it's pretty much becoming a monopoly between them. Amazon Prime is like likes to think that it's there, but it's just the awkward third wheel. I feel like they're all it's in got, cahoots, honestly. Maybe. Amazon's got how. a couple of good ones. The boys is good. Uh, yeah, you you've you've mentioned we, that before, we, but we spoke I've, about I've that. not gotten I've not really gotten into watching that. Um, but yeah, just to say about this sort of uh, Assassin's Creed thing, not to really go into it too much, but anyone who knows the Assassin's Creed franchise is a huge great gaming sort of brand with uh, Ubisoft, I think. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. And it it they got a new one coming out, which is like Viking yep. storyline. Uh, so Assassin's Creed Assassin's Creed Ragnarok, I think it's called. Yeah, so I'm not I'm not sure as to what sort of storyline or universe or time period they're going into for the TV one, but it's kind of going to be similar, I think, to The Witcher and sort of Game of Thrones sort of vibe. Um, so definitely one to watch if you ever are a fan of the games. Um, we'll keep you posted with more info on this like on a later date. But for now, it's been announced, and as more like confirmations come from that, we'll uh, we'll talk about it a bit more. Do but, all Assassin's nah, Creeds take place in the same place? No, no, no. They're they're all different, like time periods, characters, and like location. What's the one in uh, Florence, Italy? Yeah, uh, that's that's number two and Brotherhood. Absolutely. So my brother used to play the that two best games all the time. That's, yeah. And he went to Florence on a school trip. I feel like this is worth mentioning. Yeah, go for it. And they got lost, and my brother knew how to get back to no where they way. were staying because of how much he had played Assassin's Creed. Really? What? The, the map is so accurate that you can follow the route that you take in the game to get anywhere in the city. Whoa. That, I never knew that, but that is cool. That's a great And I'm pretty fact. sure that, that that he's not the only one. Like, you can find news stories and stuff online where people, like, navigate the city because of Assassin's Creed. That's actually... I want to go to Florence now. Right? <laughs> Do you reckon you could get yeah. around? Could you remember? Not, I don't know. All you have to do I'm not to sure. pre- prepare for your trip is play the just game. Play the game. I feel like yep. it's pretty, a pretty good deal. Oh yeah, just play the game and then I'll know all as the way like around for uh, Yeah, it's like rather than buying a map, just play the game for like you know three weekends straight and go from there. Yeah, I'll be you're sweet. ready to go. 
Um, but no, so the new Assassin's Creed game is called Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Mm-hmm. That is Viking Heaven. Yeah, it is. Will you be getting that game, John? Or are you kind of done with Assassin's Creed? Like it's going to take too long to play it, and uh, it's like priorities? yeah, I got the so I got the recent one, the one that's in Rome. Oh, I think it's in Rome. No, it's like mm. oh, it's no, it's Greece. Um, sorry, it's not Rome. It's Greece, and it's like all the little islands. Uh, and yeah, it's just I've played it for a few hours, and I've not even like scratched the surface with what's just like the story mode in general it goes on for like hours upon hours upon hours uh so i might if we go into another lockdown i might just sit and you know smash it out because i've heard that it is class so and it is good i've never actually played i've never played the assassin's creed games but i've heard good things about them i really like the concept art and behind it like the hidden blade the outfits and stuff it's it's a cool it's always been a cool looking franchising game but yeah, I've never played it. But for sure, I'd watch the TV series. There's, there's um, never been, there's just not been a better Assassin's Creed since Number Two and Brotherhood. Mm-hmm. Those two games were just. Well, I don't know if it was the the character you were playing or it was. Fingers just, crossed. Then that's the like the game in the period they picked to do for the TV show. I, no, I would imagine I would they're going to pick their most popular game. They're not going to do like it based on the new one. Unless they so, want to get yeah, up the I'd... following for the new one. Mm. So that's what I'm. I'm thinking they're going to bring out a TV show that's like completely away from all the games. Oh, and do like a that would be cool their own thing. Just do their own thing, yeah. Maybe it could just be based on the sort of rough idea of it. Or they also, might how do how well the series does could dictate yeah. what games they do in the future. Mm, maybe there we go. All right. Well, there you go. A little bit of news on that. We'll keep you posted. Um, next piece of news is looking at a, a stunning picture of Tom Holland here. He's he's wearing my glasses. His mouth is tiny, but he's beautiful. Yeah. He is he's... confirmed that Spider-Man 3 has begun filming and that they are working on that. Woo! Exciting. Yeah. I love Tom Holland as Spider-Man. I love Tom Holland, but I love Tom Holland as Spider-Man. He's There's... the only Spider-Man that feels like... Young. Hold yeah, on. He could be whoa, in high whoa, school. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, that's fine. No, you're yeah, right. like, <laughs> we, we like, before you, I know what John's going to say. I love yeah. Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. Me and McKinley have spoke about this a lot. We like Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man. But the guy is like 30 years old and is clearly he not, not a kid. not look like he could be in high school. Yeah. Andrew Garfield looks like he'd be in high school. Andrew sort Garfield, of. I can't stand the way he talks in that movie. I think he's Andrew funny. Andrew Garfield is like, like, on my ross list of people you would sleep with yeah celebrities you're allowed to fuck (laughs) yeah pretty much like i love him wait he's he's last as in like you would never no 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 he's on the list list. he's like a mckinley celebrity crush what oh so who's the other i don't know what it is i don't know it's just his voice he sounds like he's like pissed himself half the time yeah i'm Andrew Garfield. have you ever seen him in a what was the film called Hacksaw Ridge. Film. Hacksaw Ridge. Oh yeah. my days! Hacksaw what a Ridge film. is an amazing. Movie. That's an amazing. Movie. Un- and if if anybody hasn't watched it, I beg you go watch it right now. You will mm. not be disappointed. We have named some good movies to go and watch. The recommendations here. I need to write this them down. This is like for the, the recommendations episode. Yeah, Hacksaw. I don't make. Do you just want to be a concurrent member of the podcast? I would love to, honestly. You but might I as well. Like You're nobody, always there. Nobody's here to hear me. Well, we'll see how the results. Yeah. Maybe if the unknown yeah. listeners like doubles. You can do like an Instagram poll. <laughs> yeah. And see was, what people think. Was Mick good or no? Like, do you want do you want this to be a three way conversation or just skip it to 
you know, no girls allowed. I mean, I don't have to be in all of them, but I feel like I would like to be. McKinley, also, for clarification, McKinley has studied and has a top of her class degree in English. So beyond our stupid. I also have taken film classes. Exactly. Well, this is what I'm saying is that beyond mine and John, we just, me and John, we describe ourselves as stupid idiots who get drunk and discuss movies in a very boyish and idiot way whereas you can yeah. actually bring some class and actual genuine discussion i also enjoy like researching like what people think about the movies and stuff like that and like watching controversial movies mm-hmm. so i feel like i could add a dynamic well you could also like we just did add a dynamic of you can bring the girl appeal and tell us mm-hmm. which guys are hot as well as which girls are hot so we can really I mean, we can see what guys are hot too yeah. Well, we do, obviously. Like, I mean, Tom Holland, we know. Like, we've spoke about him before. I don't know. So. I wouldn't what? say I he's hot. He's nah, hot. I'm not, I don't know. I don't get the obsession with Tom Holland. Billy Elliot. He, look, he looks like a 12-year-old like boy. He does. He looks too young. I think he looks like his age. He's older than me. He's 24. Yeah, He, he does look not like look 24. Well, maybe not, he but I mean, he's only going to get better. literally that he looks like a high schooler. True. Okay. Oh, I, I, yeah, okay. I, he does look young, but I think that's only going to be a good thing. Like, he's going to look young for longer. Like, DiCaprio always looked young. D- have you talked about that Netflix movie with him in it yet? Um, we did talk about that briefly. Yeah, we, yeah. The Sap Man of the South, whatever it was called. The Southern one. The Devil with Within. Devil Within. Or yeah. something. Yeah. yeah, we did speak about that briefly. Anyway, Spider Man 3, movie confirmed. He's in it. They're filming it. It's happening. The other movie to confirm that's still on the way, on its way out, is the is the uh, Suicide Squad. The interesting piece of news is that Jared Leto's Joker is supposed to be in, not Suicide Squad, sorry, end the Suicide Squad chat. Suicide Squad, it's on its way, looks good, watch the trailer. We spoke so many times about Zac Efron, Zac Efron, oh my god, Reese. What? Zach, Zach Snyder's Justice League cut, his edit, right? This has got hot guys in his head now. I do. Apparently, Jared Leto's Joker is returning or being added into the Justice League cut. And this is just a headline on Empire. I haven't really read too much into it. But he's supposed to be... The Joker is supposed to be added into sort of that extended edition sort of uh, Justice League thing somewhere, somehow. I don't know why or how. I guess it's going to be a Batman sort of storyline they're gonna maybe dive into a little bit more but it's gonna be jared leto's joker from suicide squad which wasn't correct me if i'm wrong but people didn't like him no people did not like that joker that's why he's not in the harley quinns anymore Mm -hmm. that's why they broke up and that's gone because it wasn't received well but i also think he was like a shit to work with oh yeah he like rumored on like set to like send like dead animals and stuff to people to try and like freak him out and really get into like the character but that's strange. That he is strange. He wants so badly to be Heath Ledger, and he's not yeah, gonna he's be. he's never gonna. I mean, probably for a good reason. Because yeah. Heath Ledger died. Yeah, but, like, that's... that's. I think that helped his Joker sort of thing, as much as, like, that he... People say that he went crazy, but I've also seen people on set who were with him saying it wasn't anything to do with that. It was just, like, bad timing. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, apparently Jared Leto's, like, was... Like, he's a method actor, so he gets right into the role. Apparently he said... He sent, like, dead animals to people. He sent used condoms to people. He sent all sorts of, like, uh, weird stuff to, like, their dressing room to try and freak them out. Yeah, so... And, uh, yeah, I guess he's a bit of a weirdo. 
But yeah. He, he might be added into the Justice League one. I don't know how. The only Joker thing I remember in Justice League is I think they show, like, the Robin suit that's been spray-painted and, like, ruined. But, uh, yeah, kind of... All, all DC stuff at the minute is a bit weird. The Suicide remake is a bit weird. The Justice League remake is a bit weird because they're trying to, like, correct their bad movies. But why not just make good movies in the first place? That's my opinion. Okay. Last piece of news, and then we're going to move on to the challenge accepted. PlayStation Plus. Games of the Month. I posted it on the Instagram. We have the uh, Shadow of War, which is the Lord of the Rings um, sort of second game. I think there's like um, there, there's another one before that that's currently on sale. Yeah. But the free one of the month is Shadow of War. I haven't played that game yet, but I will play it, and I'll give a review probably on the Instagram. But the Hallow Knight is this little 2D arcade kind of game. It's like Spooky Bitch meets Mario. It is like Spooky Bitch meets Mario. Or uh, what's the the Night Before Christmas? The kind Nightmare of skeleton. Before Christmas. Nightmare Before Christmas. Think that sort of aesthetic, but 2D Mario arcade run along, jump, and slash things. Mm. It's so... Like, I played this game for maybe an hour, maybe two hours. McKinley had a little go. We did, like, die-die. And it's uh, genuinely a stunning game. John just, John just passed a, a pregnant burp. Uh, <laughs> it's genuinely a stunning, fun game. It's really cool. It's got, like, if you like the aesthetic, you're going to love this game. You kind of go around, collect sort of coins. You can buy items. You're trying to, I don't quite understand the story yet, but I guess you're just trying to free the villagers or, like, an evil has come over the land and you're trying to, like, solve that. But it's really, really fun, and it's free, and like, give it a couple hours, and and like, it's it's well worth it. Like, something to do in lockdown. Why not? Genuinely, so really I'm good game. To, yeah, I'm after download that. Yeah. Although, right, talking about games now. Mm. This is I know you said last piece of news before, uh, challenge accepted, but I forgot about this. Right, mm-hmm. I have wished for this game from the day I started playing video games. I was always like, you know, what would be really cool if you could like put a headset on and be like in this shooting game right there's actually two games the one the game that I've tried was the Walking Dead game and I've only played yeah. maybe about half an hour and wow it, you walk, are you talking you on walk. Switch or a Playstation no no this is on VR this is on my Oculus this is VR now I, I've Walking seen the Dead trailer VR. for the Walking Dead one and it looks really like you can fully like stab him in the head and like pull yep. out and stuff oh like, yeah yeah and it's like hard to pull out. Like if you stab them in the head, like you really need to. So there's like a little red dagger, like a see-through dagger that you need to like match up to where, so you like you pull it out at the right time, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, and nah, too yeah, many it's... too many times we've said pull out and no one says giggity or no homo. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but nah, so The Walking Dead uh, definitely recommend if anybody's got a. Uh, Oculus Quest or Rift, I can't remember what the other one's called. Um, mm-hmm. But the new game that's coming out, and oh my boy, am I excited to try this tomorrow? It's called Population One. It came out a couple of days ago. I've heard now, of this. This, game, this is a battle royale, right? Yeah, this is a battle royale VR I think, game. Like Fortnite, like hundred people in the map, one survives, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you run around. Um, obviously, you parachute into the like you. You're in a helicopter, or a plane, whatever, flying across the map, and you and it's like a squad of three uh so you and your mates can play it i watched a, a guy playing it before the podcast and yeah i was just like Phew, this game looks class 
Um, you can run about picking shotguns up and uh, if you need health you need to eat bananas and if you need shields you need to drink like a cola type thing uh, and nah it just looks this is like the next this is the next genre of gaming is the VR you think for sure. be, yeah we, we we did discuss this before about like VR and where we sort of think it's going in the gaming world as well as sort of the business world and like Oculus as I said before being purchased by Facebook I think is only like huge news like it's got Wait. a like what? Was that a burp? <laughs> that was McKinley. Like, I tried to lean away. Yeah. Mick, ah, that was. I'd give that a solid seven. We have we have a rating burp thing on this. McKinley could beat our burp so much. Like, I feel oh like yeah, this I know. Isn't something to brag about as like a girl. As a new post podcast host, this is something to brag about. <laughs> but also, it's something I'm probably the most proud of. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'd like, be I totally know that proud I could that. probably beat anyone in a burping contest ever. Yep. Yeah, you could easily. But I'm easily. sure you bumped at Reese's when before we went to Paul's, did you not? Probably. I think it did happen in front of you, and you were blown away. Like most people are. I was are. absolutely mind boggled. Yeah. Well, next time, just just lean into the mic and you let that rip. Just go. Yeah, for let it rip. We can let always edit it out if you really it. don't want it in there. But um, okay, John. So VR, future of gaming. You're gonna play this game, and then you'll give us a solid review and let us know. I'm, I, I'm gonna play it tomorrow. Uh, me and Paul are good. we're planning on climbing a Munro tomorrow. We've got Ben Vorlick. Um, oh. and after that, yeah, I'm, we're going to be gaming like fuck. Nice. I still think about the, like the poker one and just sitting in a room possibly with yourself oh, and like yep. others I, and playing poker and VR. I spent could be really many, fun. I spent many hours playing that game. Yeah. Like it got to the point where I'd take the headset off and I was just like, shit, I actually forgot I was sitting in my room. My dad could get lost in that. I could. Well, oh, I was talking to your dad about the Star Trek VR game where you can sit in the bridge and see the whole thing. Like if we put a VR headset on him and he sat in the Star Trek world. He would never come back. He, <laughs> Have you seen Black Mirror? Yeah. Yes. The I've one not seen where the they VR, do that? VR episode. I've seen that. Yeah. Is that the one with uh, Miley Cyrus? Not, no. No. That's uh, the one with the doll. Actually tie it all back to the pineapple theory it's with the girl that plays tracy the mom in how i met your mother ah. tracy, she, tracy uh, spoilers tracy mcconnell sorry <laughs> yeah mcconnell that's the one yeah her the the actress who plays her is in this black mirror episode and her nice. like co-worker takes her and puts like clones her oh, and puts her in a video game mm-hmm. that is star trek based so he puts these things on the side of his head mm-hmm. and in the game they're all working on his bridge but they like hate him so and they become like what do they call it like they know that they're in a game and that they're not real right and they try to escape it ah. and it's it's a very good episode i don't know what one black, it is black mirror but it's is good. I think there could be a whole podcast on episode by episode of black mirror because there's For so sure. much to talk about in that show it yep. makes me so uncomfortable, but yeah, so I can't good. not watch it's it. It's so, like, what are you talking about, Disturbia, about how good it is to, within five minutes, to get you that hooked? Or we were talking about um, Paranormal and how scary that is, and, and what was the other one? We were talking about another one the other day, about how, like, it makes you feel stuff so much that... Well, we watched Sinister. Sinister was one. Which, like... You I'll watched just... Sinister? Why the fuck would you watch Sinister? John, McKinley, like, likes horror movies, and this ha- every single Halloween, like, in the month, like, I promise her that I will watch the horror movies and go through it, and I'm getting better. Like, I'm not actually as, as I like horror movies anymore. because horror movies are a science. 
Mm-hmm. Like you can make a horror movie with the same formula, and if you do it really well, it'll be good every time. But Sinister, oh. my dad said he heard on the radio, is the technical scariest movie because it is the movie that makes your heart react the most. Yeah. So people Jeez. watching it, their heart rate move like goes up the most while watching that movie. So we ended up watching it while I was home. Yeah. It we was. I didn't think it was that bad though. But it does. It does do all the things. So <laughs> filming at an awkward angle, like strange sounds. I'm sure there's like blackboard, like chalk sounds. I'm getting burp attacks when I'm just talking through them like a 50 year old man. <laughs> like that John Mulaney sketch. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like it, it, it's a good movie. It was worth a watch. The second one I actually probably preferred, but only because I guess the first one um, was good. Anyway, we're going to finish off the news because last little piece that I have. John, thanks for bringing up the VR thing. Please do a review in the next episode. We'll see how it is. I'm waiting I'm on Black Friday if there's some sales on VR because for work, it. there's, there's, it's possibly... <laughs> I'm, it's Absolutely generally full work it. and then the bonus of like doing the games, I guess. But uh, it's a possibility, but wait and see. Um, Fingers crossed. Okay, so the last thing. So two... As I said, the the free games for a PlayStation 4 for the month, but people who are investing in a PlayStation 5. John, I don't know if you're waiting for Christmas. You said before that you were looking at a PlayStation 5 at some point. Yeah, I'm, I've, I mean, I've got the PS4 Pro, so it's like, it'll do for now. I'm not going to do it before yeah. Christmas because it's, like, too expensive. Yeah, my thing is, like, uh, yeah, I, I would go into VR before I'd go into PlayStation 5, but for everybody who is interested in PlayStation 5, PlayStation are doing something amazing as an incentive. So, obviously, to play online, you have to have PSN Plus, um, which is like a monthly subscription or you pay for the year or three months or whatever. But PlayStation 5 is backwards compatible. And there's two PlayStation 5 models. There's the one with disc, like a disc ROM where you can have, you put a disc in, or you have just the digital one where you just download games. And automatically, if you get PlayStation Plus, which you have to have to play online games, you can download this list of PlayStation 4 games for free on a PlayStation 5. And they are literally the best PlayStation 4 games that are currently available. So for free, if you get a PlayStation 5, buy PSN Plus, you get for free Batman Arkham Asylum, Battlefield 1, Bloodborne, Call of Duty Black Ops 3 with the Chronicles Zombies Edition, Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy, so that's 1, 2, and 3, Days Gone, Detroit Become Human, Fallout 4, Final Fantasy 15, God of War, Infamous Second Son, Monster Hunter World, Mortal Kombat 10 or 5, uh, X, whatever that is. I think that's 10. Uh, Persona 5, Ratchet and Clank, Resident Evil 7, The Last Guardian, The Last of Us, which is huge, Uncharted 4, and Until Dawn. So you get all those games for free to download on the PlayStation 5. And they are PlayStation 4 games, but because you're playing it on PlayStation 5, you'll get the newest edition of them, which basically means less loading screens, less wait time, better graphics, better like just general sort of like gameplay, which is nuts. I think that's that. I think that's huge. Like if that I was on the fence about a PlayStation bonkers. 5, knowing that I can still play all my PlayStation 4 games that I've purchased and I get all these ones for free, it's nuts. Yeah, that's... Yeah. That's literally the you've listed maybe about twenty games there. Yeah, that's probably the, the the money that you would spend if you were to actually spend money on buying on all those games. I have. It I've come. I've, it would come I've more. Purchased. Than, yeah. Black Ops Three, uh, Crash Bandicoot, 
and okay that's it on that list but like those two games alone were at least probably like 50 dollars. like i got them on sale and with all the you know the season pass and all the rest of it but like that's like there's a lot of money in these games that these are like the yeah. top games for playstation 4 and they just give you them for free just giving them away that's crazy mckinley is going through the burps over here she's like <laughs> leaning as far back as possible it's quite fun to watch anyway that wraps up the news and we're going on to challenge accepted and I've, I've, i do feel i feel like we should apologize to mckinley because she maybe should have been challenge accepted first but maybe next week next I'm, week i'm invited back i i, I don't oh, know well oh, me and john will have to have a private john right okay mckinley cover your ears john what do you think how, how's she doing I, mean, I, th- I think she's doing pretty well you know Oh no, she she threatened she could be a murderer. Remember earlier on when she was oh, talking shit. about possibly yeah, being she, a murderer? Yeah, she that could be, though. McKinley's <laughs> just not supposed to be listening. <laughs> the murder perspective. That's all I'm saying. It could be very interesting. Imagine if you murder me live on podcast. Oh, but I'm you'd have to edit to. and record it. We're not exactly live. No, no. I like you. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's good I to mean, know. we never mentioned that we're like in a relationship. Yeah, we've been dating anything. for three years, but you but, like me. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway. I just like you a little bit. Uh-huh. Hey, John, buck off. <laughs> I was All meaning right. I like you a little bit. I know. Wait, you love me. You like her. I think I love he loves both. me and likes you. No. Boo. Boo. John, Boo. I have to ask you the question of all questions. Oh, John, shit. challenge accepted. Do you accept the challenge of a quiz on Back to the Future? I accept. So, you say... Challenging accepted. Shit, yeah. <laughs> Come on, Jesus, John. All right, play the intro. Please enjoy yourselves, have fun, but don't touch anything. Thank you. Challenge accepted. All right, welcome to Challenge Accepted. John, the topic this week is back to the future now just so you know i'm a fan of back to the future mckinley's a super fan of back to the future and you put it in your top five lists of like franchises and and, and what you love so you're I gonna mean, have to be pretty good at this i don't think i'm gonna be I, i'm i'm not confident in this one okay well they start easy and get harder and there's a bonus question so i'll ask you okay. the first then mick will ask you a second and we'll go vice versa all the way okay 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 your first question is what is Doc Brown's first name? Um, Doc, that's, what's his that's, first name? That's maybe a hard question to start with. Dr. No, Blank uh, Brown. <laughs> Thank you, Nick. You're does it begin with an E? It, it does. does begin with an E. I don't think it's this, but I'm going to go with Edward. Ooh, can I no. do a sounds like? You can do a sounds like. If you were climbing Mount Everest and you stopped, I don't know if this is a good sounds like, maybe cut it out, but you stopped at like a certain place when you're climbing a mountain. Mm-hmm. Do you know the word for no, that? No, you're not helping me and I know the answer. Okay. Then. If you stopped at a certain place. Yeah, like... I would ignore that. It doesn't sound. Okay. It okay, it sounds, sounds like, like summit, <laughs> which is the word of. I was going it's for. It's a four letter word. Think of like when. You have it Emmett. spelt wrong, you crazy yes. face. Yes. Emmett. Emmett Brown. <laughs> Oh, I, I knew it was a weird yeah. E. How does it spell? E M M E T T. Okay, I spell E M I T. Yeah. Four letter word. <laughs> Four letter word. Okay, it's not. <laughs> Good job, John. We'll we'll give you that one. 
cut out Thank anything. Oh crap! That was I'm bad. supposed to I'm supposed to be marking the score here, eh? All right, let's let's give you half a point for that. No, we'll give you the full yeah. point. No, I'll get give us give us half a point. Okay, I'll right, play half, by the rules. Half a point. All right, second question, Mick, you're up. Number two. What year do they travel to? In the first movie, this is. Nineteen. Uh, holy shit. Uh, wait, it is nineteen. <laughs> I'm thinking of no, so it's like before. Nine is it the nineteen sixties? Like a. Oh. Can we give him the year that they start in, maybe, to help him and see him? Yeah. Yeah, is, like, give us, like, 60s, 50s, 70s. So they start in 1985. Yeah, October so they start in 85. Oh, wait, so it's 19... Because they go back 20 years, right? So it's 1965. No. 85, yeah, 1965. No, sadly, you're wrong. It's not 20 years they go back. 15 they... years? They go back 30 years, John. It's 1955. Oh, 55. God damn ah, it. That's a no on that one. Okay. Oh. Next question. What is the device called that allows them to travel back in time? Oh, a flux capacitor. Yeah, baby. Flux capacitor. Good job. Okay. Next one. How much energy do they need to travel back in time? Uh, to... Right, hold on. This is the is ha, two, ha, ha, yeah. two something <laughs> gigawatts. Yes, but what? Give two. me the number. It's either million or billion or trillion. Oh no 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 no! It's a thousand. It's a number point number number. Two point seven gigawatts. <laughs> one point twenty one gigawatts. Yeah, one point twenty one gigawatts. Fuck. Sadly, no oh, luck on that one. Okay, this next one's easy. How fast does the DeLorean uh, need to go to time travel? Uh, like, this is hard because they're like it's very specific numbers. No, they they yell it though so much. You gotta hit eh, miles per hour. You gotta <laughs> hit seventy miles per hour. No, 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 no. Sixty it's miles. Double per hour. number. Double number. A hundred and wait what <laughs> like two numbers back to back to make us like 22 the like same that. number twice yes oh <laughs> you've got to hit 88 miles per hour yes yes, yes john Ooh, half a point <laughs> boom all right next one for our four-legged friends out there geez i'm sweating here what is doc's dog's name in the first movie uh einstein yeah, baby. See, you got it. I said baby, you said bitch. <laughs> I feel like if you say yas, bitch yas, follows. Yas, bitch. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, next question. Question number seven. What does Marty's mum, like, what, what what name does Marty's mum give him in the in the past? Like, when he travels back in time, what does Marty's mum call him? That would be what is, Calvin what, Klein. What does everybody call him? Yes. yes. Calvin Klein. Good job, John. Nice job. Because it's written on his underwear. Yes, so yeah. Calvin Klein. All right. What is the bad guy's name? Holy fuck. Why am I blanking? Wait, no. What I'm is Donald so Trump's right name in Back I know. to the Future? I was going to say it's Donald Trump. He has Trump Tower and all the rest of it in the second one. Oh. 
you can give his nickname. That's no, no, what no, 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 no. You can give his I know, nickname. But I, I don't know, I'm try- I can't remember his nickname. I'm trying to remember. All right, Mick's going to give you the nickname. That's no, because I'll. No, don't give me the nickname. nickname? It... What's his actual name then? I thought it was his name. Oh, I don't know the answer. Oh, Mick's the expert here then. I made most of these questions up. From oh the top my, of my head. god. Mm-hmm. True. I'm brain farting so hard right now. But we also just watched it not that long. Four ago. letter word. <laughs> I think that is spelt right. This is four letter word spelt right. It's a weird name. It's not like something I'm going to be kicking myself so hard. I give you the letter it starts with if you want for half a point. Right, go on then. B. Oh my, I see, I'm fucking mind blown. <laughs> it's kind You're of like if. Fucking mind blown. Beth, if, Beth, if, Beth, yeah. Beth. Yes! Half a point. I think Mick's <laughs> fucking mind blown was maybe. Oh. His real name is Buford, but I can't remember what his last name is. His real name is Buford? I think huh. so. There you go. How do you know that? I don't know. Maybe I made it up. I mean, Buford. But I'm pretty I can't sure believe I brain farted on that for so point. long. Ah, well, that, Biff that is was like a proper with. main blank. Okay, player. question number nine. This is your second last question Isn't this my before question, the bonus. Or is it uh, yours? No, because I'm odd numbers. Because I asked the okay. first one. So, I'm lost. What does Marty hate to be called? Chicken. Yeah, baby. Or yellow. Or yellow, yeah, but that's in the third one. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Last question before the bonus. Number 10. What is the theme of the high school dance of 1955? The pause the f- was because of the handwriting. Yeah, my handwriting is not the best. Wait, the theme or the name? Uh, the name, the whatever. You, there's, there's a key What thing. dance do they go to? Yeah, they go to a dance. Yeah, it's the, uh, it it's under, the, the, the under the Sea dance. Yeah, I'll give him that. It's the Enchanted Under the Sea Enchanted. dance. Enchanted oh, Under right. the Sea yeah. dance. But I will um, give yeah, you that. But- Good job, John. I thought that was a really hard question. No, I, that's, okay. I can't remember who asked me that. Anyway. <laughs> Here's the we bonus were, we question. We were speaking about it earlier. You ready for the bonus, John? I'm ready for the bonus. What does Doc steal from the Lebanese and they kill him over? At the start of the first Ooh. movie, what does he steal that the Lebanese then kill him for? Oh, shit. It's some kind of... Is it not like some kind of fuel? It is some kind of fuel to power the time machine. What is it? Uh, fuck. That is not correct. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not going to get it, but yeah. Give me a guess. Give me any, any kind of chemical you can think of, thinking like radioactive nuclear sort of vibe. Give me a guess. Uh, uranium. No, give maybe a planet that's no longer a planet that was a planet, but is plutonium. No longer a, there you go. Yes. Here's the challenge: get a girl's phone number while you're wearing a dress. Challenge accomplished. Okay, so that's a no on that one. So you got one, two, three, four, five. Six. Six and a half points. You know what? I'm happy with six and a I'm half. I'm kind of okay with that. Not with watching that? it. I haven't watched it in since the beginning of lockdown. So. Yeah, we watched it 
Yeah, we watched all three. At some point. Honestly, like, lockdown has ago. felt like two years and three days at the yeah. same time. So it depends on, eh? on the mood you're in. Yeah. Well, that's it. Well done, John. Challenge completed. Challenge completed. That was a good one. That was a good, good question, Mick. Wait, was it Mick that came up with the questions? Yeah, it, yeah no. I asked good for some help with some questions, and Mick came up with them. So. Nah, yeah, and yeah, then were you were like, ones. whoa, some of these are really hard. And yeah. I was like, I'm just a nerd. Yeah, well, you, <laughs> you, you, you love the series, so you know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we're now moving on to what have we been watching? She's never seen Star Wars Ted, the only people in the universe who haven't seen Star Wars are the characters in Star Wars, and that's because they lived them, Ted. That's because they lived the Star Wars. Welcome to what we've been watching. Just a, a quick note, actually, on Challenge Accepted going back. The reason we picked Back to the Future was, one, because we knew McKinley was going to be on this episode, but two, was because the original day was October 25th, 1985, and then they traveled to and from the future within October 25th to 27th, something like that. So that just passed us. Like we're now in the start of November, but it just passed us. So we just passed Back to the Future Day. Yeah. So we could have maybe recorded this a week earlier, and then we would have had Back to the Future Day. But what is interesting is we are recording on one of the films that I made McKinley watch day, which is Remember, Remember the Fifth of November, because I made McKinley watch V for Vendetta. We watched that the other day. Yeah, we watched it the other day too. Such a good film. Such a good film. Very it was one of those enough. ones that one of the teachers in English made us study. I don't know if you had to study it or not, John. Yeah, we As did. As an English bitch, As an... I liked it. <laughs> it's a great movie. It's so good. And it's DC, which is... Natalie Portman, right? Natalie Portman. Oh, and my days, Natalie like, Portman. Like, go for Ooh. it. What? Palame? Padme. 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 Damn, sorry. Yeah. It's the three-quarters of a bottle of wine. Yeah, John's okay. got a thing for Natalie Portman. Oh, yeah, John does. Smoke. It's a mutual thing. Reese like. I do can't. love Padme. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But do love Padme. I love the movie V for Vendetta, and also I don't know his name, but the guy who his plays v, v is um, Elrond in Lord of the Rings. Wait, and who's he's Elrond? also Mister Smith in the Matrix. Who's Elrond? You know the, Elrond's the, the the head of Rivendale. His like, name is Hugo Weaving. Thank you for the quick Google on Mixend. It is IMDb. Wait. Wait Hugo Weaving, He, if you've seen The Matrix, Mr. Smith is like the robot that can like duplicate himself and he wears the glasses and says, Mr. Anderson. That guy is who it plays V and he's also Elrond in Lord of the Rings. No, I Great can't actor. believe that's V. Yeah, yeah, it is. No You never chance. see his face, but that is that is V. If you listen to the voice, you'll hear it. He's in Happy Feet. V for Vendetta. First and foremost, let's ask the Canadian for the first time seeing it. For those who don't know, V for Vendetta is a movie about Guy Fawkes Night, which in the UK is huge. Remember, remember the 5th of November, which is when a guy called Guy Fawkes tried to blow up Parliament and then we celebrate it every year with fireworks and a bonfire. They do not have that celebration at all in Canada, which is kind of sad. So, Mick, kind of the intro to the movie. Do you care for it? Did you like it? What were your thoughts? I did like it. I think that it's weird that you celebrate it. Mm-hmm. Because it's kind of like a terrorist attack and we yeah. celebrate it. I mean, I guess we celebrate 9-11. Not uh, in that we enjoy it, but it's always talked about. I mean, I'd hope not. I mean, no, no. we from what I know, 5th of November bonfire night, we celebrate the fact that he didn't succeed, right? I see. I think that's what we do. We, like, burn do him we? at the stake. 
I think so, right? Because he didn't succeed, and that's why we put a guy on the bonfire and we burn it. Is because we celebrate the fact that he that that terrorism didn't succeed. But uh. Viva Vendetta is a movie that it does the flip on that and actually celebrates the fact that people can still overthrow government, pretty much. Yeah, but. I thought that. <laughs> Sorry, I burped there. I appreciated it. Like, I thought it was a good movie, but I also thought that it was a bit wrong. In what way? In that, like, the idea that if I was British mm-hmm. and we were, like, all to go to a movie, V for Vendetta, and like it. Mm. We would get ideas from that? Not that you or would do anything about us? it, but that it was it, it was in support of Guy Fawkes. Well, it's like the I like. That's it's, how you no. say it, right? Guy Fawkes, I think. Guy Fawkes, like, like Fawkes. Can you spell it? I think like knife and fork. Yeah. F A U X. No, not not fork. It's fox. Like F A U X, I would say. Yeah, we would say Guy Faux. Oh. Because Quebec, like that's French, so we would say Guy Faux. Oh no! It's actually it's actually F A W K E S. Yeah, forks. That's what I mean. It's like like a pitchfork. Grab your pitchfork is like pitch fork, forks. is it not? <laughs> okay. Either way, Guy is his first name, so we'll go by Guy. <laughs> We're on a guy. first name basis yeah, with the terrorist, but that's okay. okay. But like the Viva Vendetta is basically about sort of the a vigilante sort of person who's been experimented on or whatever leads the people who are being like abused and suppressed by this politician figure who's basically turned it into a dictatorship not not a uh it's like know. fascism yeah it is it's like pushed into this dictatorship sh- f- fucking wine it reminds me a bit of 1984 mm. do you know that no why, why <laughs> 1984 <laughs> i don't know what you're 1984 is like it's a novel it's probably made into a movie but i haven't seen it but it's like something that we had to. St- I didn't study it, but like Canadian high schools study it. It's by George Orwell. Ooh. Um, and it's essentially, you know, Big Brother. Yep. It's where well, that term TV came show. from. Yeah. So the Big Brother, where it's a reality show, and a people, person like watches you the whole time. Yeah, that's 1984 is where that came from, mm. and it's essentially like these people live under the supervision of night of the government mm-hmm. and like being watched at all times watched observed. at all times they can't talk against their government or else they get in trouble they can't go out and do like they can't have like promiscuous sex or anything like that how dare they exactly um like there's all these rules and that sort of thing and then the book is about people who sort of like rebel against that because they fall in love oh and that's sort of what it reminded me of mm-hmm. like you're not supposed to do these things because the government is control in control in control yeah the government is in control and then obviously v and natalie portman's character fall in love and then it's kind of more pushed on her whether or not she wants to go for v yeah. or go for like what is right under their government yeah i think that it's about for me it speaks a lot about sort of like it's a utopian world it doesn't exist but it's basically if the government the powers that be really got into things and really took over it's about how and who is going to speak up for the people 
and v for vendetta like v the character whilst he has sort of a super ability and is this like rich figure with superpowers or whatever whilst he is the leader he then implants his um his uh his way of thinking his like lifestyle onto natalie portman's character who's just an (laughs) average joe who then sort of is the next v and sort of leads the people in that i feel like i could really write an essay as an english bitch well it's on this it's clear why they made a study in english right no yeah but first of all because of v's character and Mm -hmm. the rhetoric he uses Oof, makes using big words here yeah explain rhetoric for those of us who don't know it's like the language and the meaning behind it Mm mm-hmm so everything he says is so poetic sounding and it's very impactful. Yeah. Like even if you don't understand exactly every word that he says, you still feel it. Yeah, you know that it's methodically and like thought. Exactly. So that's rhetoric. It's sort of like literary meaning. And that's what V does. So I could see why you would study that mm-hmm. in English. But also I think it'd be interesting to, re- to watch that movie and read 1984 and compare them. Mm because there's so many similarities into the like the control of the government and how normal people react to it that would be really interesting to explore well, there we go we have not only a great number of movie recommendations for our listeners this week but we have a book recommendation <laughs> as well. yeah if you haven't read 1984 by george orwell i would say go for it yeah for those of you who can read i know john's out of this one but oh for sure <laughs> Anyway, V for Vendetta, it's an old movie, worth a watch. It's the same, the time that we're recording is pretty much in and around the 5th of November, so why not go for it? A bit of British history, as well as a utopian world, but just an entertaining movie. That's it. It's not really utopian. Well, like, I mean, like, it's like, it's a world that doesn't exist, but could exist. Like, Mm -hmm. it's like, all, like, we could be there, but we're not there. Because it's set in the time period of now, but it doesn't exist. I mean, you can cut this out if you want to, but utopia means like an ideal, oh. like where you would want to live the perfect world. Okay. So this is what, then, an alternative universe? Yeah, something like that. Okay. Now we'll leave that in. Educating myself and the <laughs> listeners. All right, John, you had uh, what you've been watching, and then we'll go on to the final thing that me and McKinley watched that was really, really good. Uh, so I've been watching, well, I mean, it's been a while. Um, So, like, I've watched quite a bit, but. The main thing that obviously I was going to suggest to you guys was Haunting on Hill House. Um, yes. I have just, not heard I'm of this. Not one, nah, I'm not one for scary films or scary TV shows or anything like that. Uh, but, well, so it's me and Megan watched, we watched 10 episodes from Tuesday to till today. We literally watched the last two episodes before the podcast. Uh, and, yeah, unbelievable. A lot of jump scares, but it was... Even though it was it was scary, it was like still it still it's had very like the well twists and tu- yeah it had the twists and turns that like shit would happen and you'd be like holy fuck it it all makes sense like even at the end like yeah. Mick, when you watch the end um, you'll be like holy shit like it all makes sense um, yeah I definitely think Reese and I are gonna have to binge it. Mm. For how sure, many episodes? How many series are we talking? Like ten, one it's series. Ten series? No, yeah, no, no, ten episodes, ten episodes. one series. <sighs> like we, li- we literally watched it, uh, and th- we started watching it on Tuesday, I think. So we watched it in four days. Uh, Good job, John. I'm pretty sure I yeah. watched 
the nine episodes in a weekend. I mean, we've, yeah, we've okay, been, been not... watching Stranger Things, and we've, we're already on season two in like two days. So. Yeah. Wait, have you never seen Stranger Things? No, no we no, have. We we're re-watching it. Oh, like, right. We love it, and we're going again. Uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're coming on to that in a bit. Anyway, keep going. Haunted Hill House. What's that? What's, oh, yeah, so, give me the give me the rough. What, what's it about? So, who? What? Rough when? idea. I mean, I have no idea. In fact, one person I know that's in it, she was the girlfriend in the second season of You. If any of you have watched You, Mix watched You and she loved so it. Good. So good. So good. Absolutely all, loved it. Another McKinley recommendation: Go watch You. you. Yeah, absolutely. So good. You is amazing. Uh, I don't want to love the main character, but also I can't help it. Did you see the the thing coming in season two? Because I did. As soon as I seen the character, like her character, I was just like, yeah, something. Yeah, I, I knew right, what was happening. You got, you, you anyway, got way back to anyway pulling whatever. it in, reeling it back. So uh, it's about this family that move into a nice big house and like it's old fashioned. I mean, yeah. Uh, just an old-fashioned big house, uh, and so there's how many is there's seven of them: the mum, dad, two brothers, and three sisters. Yeah, and the youngest two are twins: one brother and one sister. They're twins, uh, and it's just about how they grow up. Their mum. So this happens like in the first episode, I believe. Like the mum. Isn't it they, kind they have of in to, flashbacks? Yeah, so they have to like run away from the house because the mum commits suicide. Uh, but you'll find out more if you watch it. You'll find out more about it. Uh, so they have to like it's leave sort the of house. Like, sorry to interrupt, but no, like, no, on you go. It's like people like in their adult life reflecting on this haunting that happened to them when they were children. Yeah, it still lives with them. Yeah. So, so a yeah. lot of it is through flashbacks. Like the yeah. main storyline, I guess you could say, happens while they're grown up. Okay. But then, majority of the stuff that's filmed and that you see is reflection on when they grew up in this house. Yeah, basically how the how their time growing up in the house affected their day to day life now. Right. Uh, okay. Got you. And yeah, just the, the last every episode. So after the first couple, every single episode, you're like, oh, I need to watch the next episode. I need to watch the next. Like, see if it, see if we were to have watched it over the weekend, we would have finished the whole series. So very very addictive series. Yes, very addictive. Um, even though it's scary, like I genuinely <laughs> even though it's scary, John managed to like pluck his balls together and watch it. Like yeah, I would, without I just spoiling anything. It. A lot of what I found scary was one of the character has has like sleep paralysis. Oh yeah, that shit. Ooh. And her experiences with it are so terrifying because yeah. it's so real. Okay, has anybody here had sleep paralysis? I had it once. I had it once as well. John, I don't know. I I don't know if I just woke up. Have and you ever just, had where you like John felt like you walked. were awake? John slept walk. Yeah, paralysis. I, I I've slept walked twice. I've slept walked too once. I've never Maybe done a that. Couple. I, so Ooh. this is a funny this is a weird story I don't know if I've talk, talked about this on the podcast before but should we do like a, uh, our sleep stories side story a side story sleep story yeah yeah right I'll just do this one I'll keep this one this is just the one I'll, I'll, yeah I'll just say this one 
So I woke up. I must have been having like a nightmare. Because I woke up and like in the the old QV rooms, like my window looked out to the. So I was on the top floor and my window looked across to the the other top floor. You on about in uh, Cunningham or Trenchard? Yeah, yeah, this is in Cunningham. Right. So I looked out to the second year dorm, and mm-hmm. so I woke up and I was like, "Shit, you pedo!" <laughs> no, so I, no, I woke up. And I, I jumped up onto the windowsill. <laughs> And I was like, I need to tell Mr. I would just say mystery. Um, I need to tell mystery. I need to tell mystery. And so then I woke up Calm. And I was like, Calm, you need to come. Like, you need to come with me. Um, I need to tell mystery, Mr. E, what I've done. Uh, what what like, nah. year were you in? I was in first year. So he was like, nah, oh, John. Okay, he was so like, I take back my Peter regard then. Yeah, I was. I thought you Does were that like, mean you were like little? Yeah, he was young. Yeah, he I was. Like, I was we're like 12, 11. 13. No, I would have been 11. Oh, John, yeah, yeah 11, sure. Um. So anyway, I go to Calm and I'm like, Calm, like you need to come to Mister E with me. Um, I need to tell him what I've done, and he's like, Nah, John, just go back to bed. So then I go across the I go across the hall uh, to Connor's room, and I'm like, Connor, you need to come with me. I've killed all the second years. I need to tell Mister E, and he's like, John, what the like, what the I fuck are you talking about? Because that's not funny. No, but John's asleep no, at this point. This is a this is me sleepwalking. Like I was dreaming <laughs> that I dreamt that I'd killed them all. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I didn't kill them all. They were all alive. Uh, I've never heard this story before, and I have no idea how. I've not no, Jesus. So I literally woke up everybody, like all the first years in my in Cunningham. I don't know if some of them might not have woken up, like, but uh, so yeah, I've just gone into Cammy's room. Um, I can't remember if he woke up or if uh, one of the senior boys came in at this point, and he actually took me to bed twice that night because I slept walk twice. Um, uh-huh. This was the second time I'd slept walk. So he, he was like, right, John, come on, back to bed. So he took me back to my bed and I just went into bed. I actually can't imagine what would have happened if I did go to Mystery's flat. Well, Mr. E would probably like wake you up and be like, hey, all right, John, you're... Uh... Yeah, you're, you're okay, you're okay, they're all in bed, you're fine. But mm-hmm. it was the like just <sighs> such a weird experience because... Like I can, re- I can remember. So it wasn't like I was sleepwalking. It was like I'd woke up from a dream that I can't <laughs> even remember, but I it felt like real life because it was just so. Like, I woke up, looked out the window, and I was like, "Shit, I've actually killed all the second years." Yeah, you would probably if you did make it to Mister E's room, you'd be put on a short list of like, "Watch out oh, for this yeah. kid." <laughs> I was totally freaking out. Yeah, you wouldn't be left alone um, in a room with anybody. No, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Uh. But the the first the first time Corey took me back to bed was uh, I'd walked down so you know the hallway that the showers are in next to my yeah, yeah. sixth year room. Um, mm-hmm. I'd walked down there and I was like Corey Corey I'd turned my gum shield into a hamster. And he was like what? And I was like I've turned my gum shield into a hamster. And he was like John go back to bed. And I was just like all right okay. And I went back to my bed. <laughs> you that was yeah just a, a, yeah another weird. That was me sleepwalking. I, I was weird. Well, there so we that go. was the first time I'd sleptwalk. And Is that on the end of that. the haunting of Hill House review? That your sleepwalking story? Is that how we got here? That's. I think that's how we got here. Yeah, I'm a little lost. But... I don't know why I find that so funny, but turning your gum shield into a hamster yeah. like. Oh, me. I. Yeah, I. I don't know. I was just. That's like, random thoughts there. So so. I used weird. to have a lot of hamsters. So. John had a lot of gum him. shields. I actually did. I always lost them. Yeah, exactly. I, hated, I hated wearing them. 
So I would take them out. See, like at lineouts, I would take it out and like put it behind my ear. Why? Um, so you could throw better. No, so I could like make the call. Oh, so you could say it right. You could say it, like yeah, because like two or whatever. Say, yeah, so like saying the call with a gum shield, you're like yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Instead of having the gum shield out, and I would like I would either stick it behind my ear or put it like half in my pocket, so it was like sitting on the. I don't even know what you would call that, but like the bottom yeah, yeah. part of the pocket. Yeah, so I know half of it was sitting out, half of it was sitting in. Mm-hmm. Um, and you chuck it back in. So yeah, it would always just drop out and then I would just play the rest of the game without it because it just annoyed well, me. There you anyway. go. Fun story. Yeah, okay, so Haunting of Hill House is the review. Recommend to watch it. McKinley's going to make me watch Absolutely. it. Absolutely. We'll, we'll, no, we'll honestly, watch back. it and you just can report back, yeah. All right. Okay, last thing mm. we've been watching... I don't know, John, have you ever seen any of the Adams Family movies? Yeah, I've not, no. Okay, well, Halloween's just gone by, so a quick review. The new Adams Family animated movie is a definite classic, must be watched on Halloween or around Halloween. Very, very funny. It's like a new take on the Adams Family. Uh, you, you introduced me to the Adams Family, Mick, so you can maybe give a bit more of a... Yeah, I mean, the Adams Family's just like classic it's halloween classic right like i mean i think the first one was made like black and white like i don't know what year that was but long time ago Mm -hmm. and like lurch gomez morticia like the characters are all like classic features like people will mention them pretty much every halloween Mm -hmm. so the fact that you hadn't seen it was kind of like absurd to me I don't know if it's just like a North American thing because I don't know if John's not seen it. Maybe we can make a case that it's just not a thing in the UK. It probably no, isn't. Because I've, I've I've heard of the Adams family. Dubba da dum, dubba da dum, dubba da dum, dubba da dum, dubba da dum. That's the Adams family for anyone who doesn't yeah, know. Yeah, I've no, I've see, I've heard that before. Yeah. So. Yeah, onto the actual movie. <laughs> the new animated version is really funny. Still got the character. The characters are slightly different, like looks wise, um, but still very much like the Adams family. Basically, like this sort of like um, haunted, sort of ghostly, ghouly sort of family that sticks out. They're like, They're like kind of a family who embraces all the weird shit of Halloween. Yeah, and but doesn't. Like- like doesn't accept any normal like they can like the kids are always like trying to kill things or blow things up and like the adults are doing the same and so like wednesday one of the kids is always trying to blow up her brother pugsley Mm -hmm. and like the parents are encouraging that yeah encouraging that and they're like oh wednesday instead of being like you literally just tried to put dynamite in your brother's mouth yeah like don't do that (laughs) yeah and like yeah just don't it's always so funny because the like whole movie embraces everything society doesn't like Mm -hmm. and one of those things is like a husband and wife that really love each other Mm. which is so strange because you're like obviously now we're more like normal but like i think at the time that it came out it was very typical like you know you marry like a woman who like cooks and cleans and like you have a husband who provides for you and they were just so in love and that was so weird to people and it's like now when you watch it it's so funny like it's comedic that people thought that was weird 
yeah, it was very much ahead of its time. And like one of the weird things it pointed out was sort of a statement of like, you know, this isn't the. Oh, I just dropped my pen. Like they were obsessed with each other, and like all of the things in the first movie, which was a kids' movie at the time, mm-hmm. was like them going off to have sex and like weird shit like that. And, like, that was weird to people that they were so, like, obsessed with each other. Like, Gomez would, like, bend over and Morticia would be like, oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) And it's so funny now when you look back on it that you're like, I don't understand why that was funny then. Yeah. But the uh, new cartoon movie, like, keeps that, but also is way more, like, appropriate to our generation. Well, yeah, it just sort of also embraces the fact that, like, they... um, I don't know. It does it on like a modern take. So like the 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 bad person in this like is like like uh, tapped into all the new neighborhood sort of houses and is keeping an eye on like the normal people and surveying them. And then it's about how like the Adams family like whilst they're seen as weirdos actually are like more accepting than even the the head of the village sort of thing. Well, um, it sort of like parallels it because the woman is like unhappy with her daughter who is like a little bit weird. Yeah, a little bit emo. And the Adams are unhappy with their daughter because she likes the normal, like what we consider normal. Like she wants to dress girly and like wear a clip in her hair and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So like, it's kind of relevant in that way. Yeah. Well, this movie, like as we we posted this on our Instagram, and it was one of the recommended one for a while back. But still, before Christmas fully takes off, and we're just talking about Home Alone. This is definitely a movie worth watching. The new animated one is a good intro, I think, to the Adams Family. It's kind of funny, but then once you watch that, go back and watch the others, and you'll you really get a better depth for the characters. You were a little bit shocked by the original. Like, I was you shocked didn't really by the original. Get why just, it was a classic? Only because it was just so strange. Like it was so yeah. much on Uncle Fester, and that was like it. And I was like, okay. But the new animated one, I think, is a great intro into it, and does the sort of whole family sort of thing very well. Yeah. Like, I guess a good example of how popular it is is that my brother is really tall and my grandma used to call him Lurch, mm. which is Lurch the is like Frankenstein. character. Yeah. So it was just like expected that we all know who that is. Mm-hmm. Whereas when you moved here and I wanted to like enjoy Halloween with you. I had no idea. Yeah. It was like completely foreign. Yeah. And the hand that walks around <laughs> or the thing or whatever yeah, it's called. The thing and cousin it. Yeah. He's just like, which is played by Snoop Dogg. In the, the Snoop new Dogg one. is cousin it in the new one, somehow. Is John even here? John's yeah, there. I'm here. He's just listening. <laughs> I'm just chilling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's having time. All right, well, that's that's it for what we've been watching. I don't think there's anything else to say. We're going to move on to what have we been playing, video game and otherwise. Hold up in his room for days at a time playing old video games? I mean, he is having a pretty sick Dr. Mario run. All right, John, have you been playing any games this this week, this past few weeks? Anything that stands out? Past you spoke about the VR weeks. game that you're going to play, but what, what have you been playing? Well, the only things that I've played, I've barely been on the PlayStation. Well, I don't even, I don't actually think I've played COD since, jeez. I think I, the last time I played COD was easily over a month ago. Um, mm-hmm. but I, I've just been playing Stardew Valley. I've been uh, keeping it going with my ranch. Have you and Rona got, been keeping your farm going? No, we've we've not played the we've not played our farm in quite a while. But I've been I've been playing on right. my own farm. Uh, going solo. I've been going solo. I'm solo ranching. I've got my, I've got chi- so I've now got chickens. 
I've got ducks, I've got rabbits, I've got cows, I've got goats, and I've got pigs. Do you know of Harvest Moon? No, but so Stardew Valley, the guy that created Stardew Valley, he played Harvest Moon and wanted to make like a because he he played it and he was like, "There's so much potential here, but there's just not enough like I don't know, not enough yeah. content to be explored." So then he he created Stardew Valley and it's just lit because Rona was saying that she played Harvest Moon and then she played Stardew Valley I think, uh, and yeah so it was the creator was like I'm gonna make does she like my it game. like it holds up? Yeah no I'm sure I'm sure she likes it. Cause I played Harvest Moon when I was a kid like religiously. Oh you would absolutely love Star. Wait, is your brother not got your brother's got a Switch right? He does, yeah. Get Stardew Valley. It's like £12, so maybe like 8 bucks over there. Yeah, he's told us to download it. Nah, yeah. Well, but if you can, can you get it on that? Would you? Would he let you play well, it? Well, like, we're not there like most of the time, so we'd have to get it on PlayStation, and if we get it on PlayStation and you get it on PlayStation, we can play together. Like, you could keep, right. like, you and Rondog's, like, farm on Switch, and then we could go no, on, yeah, like, PlayStation. I'm totally fine with that. I would happily play. I think it's only like fifteen dollars on this, whatever the conversion to UK that would be. I don't know. Let me but... uh, let me check. Uh... Like nine pounds. Like nine pounds. It's definitely less. We know that much. I bought it on my phone. I bought it. You on You got my it on Switch. your phone as well. Yeah. Wow, you're Paul addicted. Paul has told us that we need. Paul to has said it. we need to get on PC and play it with him. But Harvest Wait. Moon was no, like no, the no. shit. Listen. If you think Harvest Moon was the shit, you are going to be mind blown at Stardew Valley. I don't know if I'm ready to be mind blown. I'm ready. Like, you are I ready. Like the fact that we could, but I don't think we can play it co-op on PlayStation. Like we can't no, play yes. split screen or any of that. We'd have to take it in turns, which would be the only thing. Oh, Versus if we actually get it on PC, then we could both play it on our laptops with you and Paul. Mm-hmm. No, so we well, yeah, let's get on far. PC then. Hold on, let me get on Steam. Let me. Uh, I, don't even I know literally I once cried because my cows died in Harvest Moon. Mm. That's how invested I was. Wait, your cows can? Oh no! So I built them a barn. Yeah, I've got my barn. And then there was a storm. Like I don't know oh, how Stardust no. Valley works, but you like do all your shit during the day, and then you go to bed, and you have to go yeah, to bed yeah, yeah. to like keep your energy and shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I went to bed and I woke up, and then the next day it wouldn't let me go outside. And it was like, it was a there's storm. a very serious storm. You have to stay in. So I went back to bed. And then when I got up, it was like, yeah, there was a really serious storm, and your barn blew over, and all your cows are dead. What? I was probably like nine or 10 at Sounds this time. It was. I was like horrified i think that was probably the last time i played because i couldn't figure out how to get married and that was all that mattered to me <laughs> yeah you besides need to my gifts. cows you need to for your cows gifts. like, like cows and marriage were like the deal the main thing. in harvest moon and i could not like my cows died i didn't have a wife because you have to be a man sexist Sexist. Oh well, no, you can no. So you, you can be a girl be a, you in Stardew. You can be a woman in Stardew. See, they corrected mm-hmm. it. So All right, so good. here's what we've got. Okay, I've got it on Steam here oh for PC for UK. It's about ten pounds for us oh, Canadians. Shit. It's like, sixteen ninety nine. We are getting it. Sixteen ninety nine. We both have to playing. buy it though, so that's each. 
and then we can join with Paul, John, can't and the Can we just have a Grim united farm? Yeah, that's what you can. But you can all like, if I'm right, John, like we can play it individually, but we can also play it at the same time. No, yeah. So we we live on the same farm. The farm would be like, called the Pineapple Theory. <laughs> yeah, but all of our so all of our like money goes. Mm-hmm. We, we, you can either do it so that the money that we all make goes to like a shared pot, right. or we can do it that we all run our own farms on the same I love land. family life, so I would like to be on part of one farm. Well, that's yeah. the thing. If we're, if there was four of us, like we could all have a job. So there could be a miner, there could oh, be a fisherman. Shotgun miner, shotgun miner. The, the mines are good. I like the mines. On RuneScape, I used to mine the shit out of that I game. used to get oh. killed in the wilderness, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> Like, everyone would be like, I want to be your friend, and I would just follow them into the woods, and they'd kill me. What? (laughs) On RuneScape? Oh, you fool. No, no, I was very young, and I didn't have good guidance. I played RuneScape, and I mined a lot so that I could sell the runes and the armor for a lot of money. People would come up to me, and they'd be like, I never played RuneScape that much. Never played RuneScape? Oh, it's great. Nah. They've just released it on iPad and iPhone and stuff. I know. I downloaded it. Our wine bottle, this bastard's kicked. It is kicked. Ooh. She's empty. She's Which all is done. a reference to, do you know? Robin on her wedding day. No, not you. Oh, well, he knows. Robin, know. Robin on her wedding day. Yeah, see, he knows. Lies. I he knows. I would not I would not have known. Oh, no, it's, sorry, it's Lily when she's trying on dresses and she's and sat she on, the on the cake, cake and yeah. they've been drinking champagne and Robin says to the fancy lass, this bastard's kicked. Meaning, can we you get You guys a new are all cancelled. This is my podcast now. Okay. <laughs> Nick now owns the pineapple theory. Anyway, Next we're going to all buy Stardew. We're going to have some fun. We're going to play the game and we'll, we'll, we'll bring it back. So John's been playing that. Me and McKinley, however, have been playing the Blair Witch Project on PlayStation 4. Because we've been going through, again, like a Halloween sort of horror theory sort of phase. And we tried the Blair Witch Project. But sadly, I'm not going to re- recommend it. Mick, what do you think? Um, it's, it's a good game in as much as like it's like content and you can hunt around and there's missions. And it kind of feels like the movie. But the controls and the lag and the everything is so bad. To be fair, I don't play. No. Like, we, I prefer Reese to man the controls and I just tell him what to do. Mm-hmm. You just watch and yeah, we sort of, we tell him what to do. I kind of like the feeling like that. that it's a horror movie that I'm watching and then I get to make decisions <laughs> every once in a while. Yeah. Like a like a butterfly effect. Well, that's well, that's what we did with the Man of Medan. Until dawn. We, we played that where I was running it, but Mick would make the decisions on the like butterfly effect sort of thing. And that was good fun. That was a good game. I'd yeah. recommend that. And the next one's just launched, which I think we might get and play, uh, which is more witch-like. But the but the Blair Witch Project, just from like the gaming point of view, it lags when you try and turn, and it's just awkward controls, and it's not. It's it's really not fun to physically play, but to watch in the entertainment and the story value, I think it's pretty good. I do think that it's meant to mirror the movie, mm-hmm. and by that I mean that you feel like you're lost in the woods yeah you do like you wander around you see shit that you've seen before and you're like fuck like we've been here Mm -hmm. and that sucks it does this thing where if you wander off in the wrong direction it'll loop you back to where you started wandering off 
So you do end up seeing like the same car over and over and over again. Like you can't just yeah. go Until in one direction. Right. Which, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if yeah. you have seen the original movie, that's what happened. Or the remake, mm. which I don't think that Reese has seen. Mm-mm. But both of them sort of follow the trail that you're in the woods and you get lost and like shit is out of your control. Yeah, some witchy stuff starts to happen. Yeah, and I think that the game does that really well, where like maybe you have to play for a certain amount of time before it shows you something so that you feel like you're i've seen this before i don't know what i'm supposed to do like you get frustrated and then it shows you what to do Hmm. which i think is very clever yeah like i mean i don't know if that's the point of the game but i think that if that is the case it's done really well because it's so much like the movie and so much like if you're a fan of the Blair Witch, which, 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 is a bit which, which. before our time as like '90s babies, mm-hmm. like late '90s babies. That's I have no idea what you're talking about. I've never seen the Blair. You've Witch. never seen the Blair never, Witch. Uh, no, nope. I don't. I don't recommend it to be honest. Honestly, like, I not, don't either. It's not a movie you need to see. But also, having said that, Paranormal Activity is one of my favorite like series. True. Blair Witch is the first shaky cam bit. Yeah. I mean, I guess I don't know for sure. Maybe there's some um, some it's, like it's avant-garde. The first, it's the first noticeable one. So Blair Witch is like is the 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 awards that it has. It's basically they spent such little amount of money making it because it was pretty much like all this self cam fo- footage, the same as um, Paranormal Activity. And so it you know made the whole like so yeah. much money in the box office by comparison to how much they spent. The whole like lost footage vibe as if you're like filming it yourself they're showing you this and it was tapes that they found and they compiled and now you're seeing it mm-hmm. blair witch did that and as far as i know that was the first time it was done like people who I saw that movie done, yeah. thought that the people acting in it were really dead yeah and they thought it was a real documentary and they thought that it was genuine like because it opens up by saying like these three people went missing this is the found footage here's the movie sort of thing and people thought this was like a documentary movie so ended up like messaging the actors families and and all that kind of stuff trying to find them and see if they were actually dead and as a psychopath when i went camping for my like 13th (laughs) birthday i made all my friends watch this with me in a tent which i never told reese how i got a mini dvd yeah (laughs) And they were scared shitless. Why would you make them watch that? Because I I thought it would be scary. And like to me, that was funny. Mm. Like that was fun. (laughs) I told them it wasn't real and everything like that. I was like, this is just found like footage, like old movie. It's not real. They just wanted to make it scary. Uh And then I was like, and now here's this movie. But we were camping. So like it was extra scary. We were with my parents and everything though. So like, eh. Where were you camping? the pinery like a campsite oh, okay. like it wasn't like isolated like it is in the movie or anything yeah. like that well, like you'd hike together but like there was still the whole like people walking past your campsite and the the twigs breaking you and shit the, like that the yeah some other people's tents go off yeah that would like scare you yeah. and to me i was like like all my friends loved horror movies that was like like something that we all enjoyed so I thought that like watching that for the first time in that environment would, would have be really... extra sort of like effect. Yeah. yeah, and like everyone that was there loved it. 
Like, they were, like, that was, like, horrifying last night, but also the fact that we knew your parents were, one, right there, cool. and two, like, that it was just a movie made it really exciting. Couldn't do that. Couldn't no, do I know you couldn't. No. But, like, to me, when we play that game, that's, mm. like, that moment where I'm, like, I know it's a game and I know that it's fake, but also I feel frustrated because we can't figure out what to do mm. and that there's a story that we're following. Mm. That's what makes it so exciting. Yeah, fair enough. I guess the story to the game, like it, it's worth it in as much as if you like the movie, it's it's good in sort of sequence with that. But to actually physically play the game, the controls and everything are horrible. So I, I personally wouldn't recommend it. The next one, though, is a game called Outlast, which I've played before. McKinley hasn't. And uh, that's the next horror game we're going to try and play. It's just gone on sale, so I'm probably going to pick it up. It's like five bucks. And uh, we're, we're going to try that once we finish the uh, Blair Witch Project, and then we'll, we'll review that next. These are weird. Horror games I love because I can at least nah. control the idiots. Like, you know? Nope. Outlast is the guy in the mental asylum, is it not? Yeah. I've played it once before with an, with an old friend of mine. but uh, it, I watched two episodes of one of my favorite YouTubers playing it, and I couldn't watch anymore. I was like, fuck that yeah, shit. Yeah, there's, there's one character in it who I won't say too much, but, like, he, like, fully is, in, like, the scariest character I've ever met in any sort of game or movie. Have you ever seen American Horror Story? No. No, but I want to watch it. Okay, first of all, I would recommend it. Another McKinley recommendation. Um, there's been a lot of... There's, yeah, there's been a lot... We could actually have a post of just McKinley's <laughs> recommendations tonight. Um, I haven't seen the most recent ones, but I would say, like, the first four or five seasons, like, everyone I've seen has been very good. Lady Gaga's in it. She's amazing. I did know that. Um... I think it's the third season is at an asylum and from what you've told me about the game it seems like it sort of mirrors that and I mm -hmm. think that that would be very interesting to experience firsthand air quotations right like as if you're playing it and moving through the insane asylum type feeling yeah the uh, outlast from what i remember is like an investigative reporter goes to an insane asylum with and then shit just happens and he's got like a video camera and that's how you sort of perceive that the world. is the whole plot of the asylum series of american yeah. horror story okay. yeah it, it is really good but you got to find like batteries in the game otherwise your camera's gonna run out and then you can't like see shit and uh yeah the also ending... i would say american sorry to interrupt no, you, you go but American Horror Story is sort of like horror for the people who don't like horror. Mm. Because, oh, sorry, I touched the, the <laughs> touch forbidden the cable. cable. Don't touch the cable. Um, don't touch the cable. <laughs> you get the horrible noise, that that noise. It I sounds like a bit it. scary, which I kind of like for my whole vibe. <laughs> because I feel like I'm the scary You're bitch the scary on the podcast. one who like, comes on to this like, emo gothic like horror movies. No, but like, first of all, in relation to that, every like horror, like or sorry, every like film major that I've met loves horror movies, and I think that that's for some reason. Yeah. We'll let people think about whatever they think that is. Mm. But yeah, watch American Horror Story. Maybe not alone. <laughs> yeah, I'm, well, I wouldn't. I like, can't. Any horror movie. Convince your secret lover to watch it with you or something. And I have like entice them into your arms, make it sexy, I don't know. Here here's a story for the audience, and anyone who went to boarding school will will get this because I guarantee people have done this. John, you've probably done this. Oh, I I'm nervous. 
The only horror movie I ever watched by myself was I borrowed a movie on PSP. Now, PSP could play games, but it could also have, like, mini discs, mini movies. Yeah. I borrowed a movie from Gaz, and it was... Gaz. Gaz. G-A-Z. Gaz. I made him, yep. If, if you know, you know. If you don't, you don't. Um, and he had this horror movie, which I think was called I Know What You Did Last Summer, which is, like, this... Top notch. Which is this guy with, like, a hook for a hand and he like murders like these students who accidentally murdered someone the summer before and they come back for like the reunion they ran over him with their car by accident and he sort of like disappeared okay so that's the only movie i've ever watched horror movie by myself and i don't watch horror movies by myself but also it's because like in boarding school obviously you're supposed to be sort of like lights out don't be on your phone don't be on a game like you're supposed to be sleeping but teachers with literally what just happened to john the door fucking opened who came in my mom oh hi, hi Marie. Mom. how are you <laughs> well, she can't hear you because i've got a head sound sorry mum. <laughs> it's actually a ma 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 oh i say ma ma you ma. say ma you always joke M-A. that i call my ma ma yeah ma all right well ma. what just happened to ma. john happened to me whilst watching this horror movie you'd be in your room you know, watching the movie, like, under your covers, and if a teacher came in, you'd quickly, like, cover the light, pretend to be asleep, the whole thing, right? A teacher burst into the room. Like, it was, like, midnight. Must have, like, been outside my door and heard the movie playing or whatever, because I wasn't wearing headphones like an idiot, and burst into the room. And I screamed, because it was, like, right at the point in the movie when, like, the killer's, like, out and about. And I, like, screamed, got the place PSP, like, confiscated, the whole lot. And, like, I don't watch horror movies alone because of that reason. I feel like this is a brief interruption or interjection. Mm -hmm. But I can't remember. Maybe it was a paranormal activity. Maybe it was something else. But my brother and I, the first time we were ever left home alone, like, my brother was probably, like, 11 or 12. And I was, like, 9 or 10. So it was, like, my parents were on the bridge of, is it okay to leave them? Or is it, like, could we get child protective services called on us type Mm -hmm. shit? And my dad, being the asshole that he is, came to... We have, like, a basement window that's just, like, a crack. Oh, shit. And he fucking knocked on that shit in the middle of the night while we were, like, downstairs watching scary movies and shit because we're like, our parents aren't home. We can watch what we want. He fucking, like, knocked on it with his, like, spooky shadow, (laughs) like, in the window. And we fucking died. Like, I'm pretty sure that this is my second life that I'm in right now because I died then. That night. (laughs) Yeah, I would hate that. It was, like, first of all, horrifying. Second of all, amazing. Like, when I reflect on it, I'm like, that is one hilarious. Yeah, if you were a parent, you would do the same. Like, I'm the kind of parent that, like, I would 100% do that. Like, I think if I had a kid that was misbehaving, I'd be like, let's just scare the shit out of them. Yeah, let's, like, haunt them. (laughs) Let's, like, psychologically damage yeah, them. Yeah, let's rig, like, trip lights in their room and, like, fake noises yeah, and like, rattle the walls. Like, I'm, like, my family was the kind of people where, like, I watched Halloween, like, Mike Meyer, like, that whole, mm-hmm. like, knife, butcher's knife and the mask shit. And then my brother would play that as I fell asleep to, like, scare the shit out of me. Just remind me to never come to your guys for Halloween. <laughs> You're coming for Thanksgiving, which yeah, is close enough. Yeah, if you're coming enough. for Thanksgiving, you're going to end up watching hot... Like, because to be honest, like, your family, like, obviously I know them, and uh, 
We don't you, really you watch. Do? Yeah, we don't you watch. Know, our... You know McKinley's family. I do no. believe it or not. I know who she's talking about. I I have behind the scene access that no one else has. But no like, way. Horror movies aren't really a thing all year round. But Halloween, like you go hard. Like you I do mean, watch the occasional one, but you go ham in Halloween. My dad and I love like scary movies, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's like something that we bond over. In that, like when I was a kid, not like little little but probably too young too young i would like want to watch them and my dad would be like yeah okay okay so i have a, i have a question here for john because like mckinley's obviously like a veteran i'm intermediate john's beginner john what's the first ha- like horror halloweenish movie you remember watching um probably scream scream like the original yeah with drew barrymore yeah I mean, I, I can't remember. I was that young that when I watched it, I would have been like seven. Seven. Mm. So, yeah, I just can't remember. The, the, wait, I suppose that's not one that I can remember watching. So, the first. Well, I mean, I feel like you, you can remember you know you shit you when you were it. seven. Like, I definitely remember, remember something. Oh, I, like can, that. I can barely remember school, never mind when I was seven. You don't know what you had for breakfast, did you? Uh, I had a piece and ham. A piece and ham. Oh, a piece yeah. and ham? Yeah. You don't know what yeah. that means? I'm thinking like a piece of pizza. No. And ham. No, a piece of no. ham. Piece of ham. Like a just a ham. slice of ham. John, translate for no. a Canadian listener here. So, a piece of ham, right? Or a piece of cheese, a piece of tuna, a piece of crisps. Like right? a sandwich. It means a sandwich. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Sandwich. We call we call I call it a piece. Mm-hmm. We had a ches toaste. A ches toaste. A, a che a ches toaste. <laughs> That's how you guys would say it over there. Cheese. Oh, no, we you would say, say cheese. 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 Like what's it? Cheese. Cheese. No, I heard Chez. No, not Chez. Like back in the day, when I was there, people said Chez. No, I, no, I remember. No, uh, says John, Another another breakfast that John often has is a sausage and lawn. Lorn. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, what? you're talking about a lawn sausage. A lot. Same thing, John. I said it in it's the a, reverse it's, order. It's, it's a square. No, because I don't say lawn sausage. It's a square, a square sausage. sausage. Yeah. Right? yeah. Square sausage is like the lawn. Yeah, that was the first thing I ever ate in Scotland. Mm. Absolutely unbelievable. Am I right? Mm-hmm. It was pretty remarkable. Just stick a mind. stick a fried egg on it and a tiny scone, <laughs> and you would be tiny you'll scone? be away. Tatty a t- scone. A tatty like scone. Potato scorn? Like the no. little uh, potato sort of. Uh, they don't have them here. I don't know how to even. I feel like people it. don't want. It looks hear like an this. like an ego, but thinner and no grid like pan. It's just smooth, mm. like that. It's just a tatty scone. A waffle tater. <laughs> the, the the English call the English call it a potato pancake. Oh yeah, don't they? Freaks. <laughs> All right. Well, moving on quickly. Um, that's what we've been playing. You can go ahead and don't play the Blair Witch Project. Do play Outlast. It's on sale right now. Do play Stardew Valley. And maybe we will open up a, a Pineapple Theory fan sort of farm and we can occasionally hop in and play that with our fans or listeners. Not really I love fans. to get married in these games. So if anyone Yeah, wants if anyone wants to. to marry my girlfriend, Mick, then they can go ahead and do that. <laughs> Mick and Lee can be married off in Stardew Valley. Yeah farms find our gamer tag whatever it is i don't know what we'll call it um all right last then thing is just a couple topics we posted on the instagram today literally today about 
myself and McKinley have been rewatching a lot of horror movies recently because of Halloween, but we've also been going through Stranger Things because Stranger Things is a badass TV show, but it got us talking about sort of like 80s remakes and like there's the new It movies, Chapter 1, Chapter 2, there's Stranger Things, and there's also the trailer that's just recently dropped for the new Ghostbusters movie, which again is sort of child actors, again in sort of an 80s sort of theme. And we posted it to our Instagram story just to ask these certain questions. And we have the responses that are in. So do you like 80s remakes? The answer is 70% yes, 30% no. So 80s is definitely a theme that our audience enjoys and me and McKinley also love. John, do you have a thing for 80s movies or not? Oh, I'm a big fan of the 80s. Yeah, it's love just like... 80s, 80s remakes music, are 80s just films. the originals. Um, I think anything 80s like I could do a new movie that's 80s I could do a remake that's 80s and I would love it I feel like there's a distinction okay because first of all just as a forefront I love both Mm -hmm. but I also see especially with Stranger Things or 80s remakes there is sort of like a spoof Mm -hmm. that I love and I love the original 80s vibe that they're going for, and then I love that they make fun of it. But originals 80s vibe that they're going for, they're not going for it. They're just filming. No, because... Because they're in the 80s. No, no. Like, the nod to all the 80s movies. That's in the remakes, or the in, new no, movies. No, in the remakes, I love. Yeah. And the whole, like... I mean, I guess maybe this is way too much, and we haven't let John talk at all. But but like, fuck you. <laughs> McKinley's taking over the podcast. I am. You guys said I could come back, so it's okay. McKinley before the podcast said she was probably going to speak for three minutes during the yeah, entire like podcast. Yeah, like nervous and all the rest of it. And now she's like, "Fucking, this is my podcast. This so is my off. podcast." The heart rate is down to ninety three from oh, like one thirty, so <laughs> we're like good. we're good. I told um, you, when you start chatting away, it's just like a normal conversation. Still unhealthy for all the listeners. But all I'm saying is that, like, I think that 80s remakes know they're making fun of 80s movies, and I think that that's what we're supposed to love about it. Mm. Yeah. I guess because it's like, yeah, realistically, if we were suddenly put into the 80s, we'd be upset. But nostalgically, knowing how simple it I would not time, be upset. You would, though, because the second no. you wanted to play uh-uh. PlayStation, you realized the quality of the game and all this rest of it and all the movies. And, like, you genuinely would be upset to go back because, for sure, like, knowing the privileges you have now versus the privileges they had then would be different. But, At least you know me. I'm old-fashioned. Well, that's the thing. Like, we, we I think fl- we're all old-fashioned Yeah, we are. People. We look at, like, the 80s movies and we, like, go back and be like, oh, I wish we were back there. I wish we could just ride I mean, our bikes like, everywhere. And that I'm sure it. you talked about this with Cammy, but, like... Top Gun. That's eighties. That's eighties. That's very much. I don't the know 80s. what um, John's favorite movie is, but what do you mean? Like, as in my favorite eighties movie? No, no, your favorite movie ever. Oh shit! I don't know, but it changes from week to week. Um, Pick something favorite, that's in the 80s. even though no eighties movie. Oh, it's a t- It'd either be like The Goonies, or ba- or no, I'm not going to include slaps. Back to the Future. Because that's uh, uh that's what anyway. I was gonna say. Like I know that I don't know your favorite movie ever, but I do know that your favorite series is Back to the Future, which is eighties yeah. movies. So I feel like we um, all have a genuine connection to then, even though we never lived then. 
It's just because, I don't know, there's something about There's something about that... the 80s that just sums up perfectly, because 70s is too old, 90s is too new, 80s is perfect. Although Bang I love, like, 70s mu- music. You like 90s m- movies. True. Mm. Well, either way, the whole, like, theme of 80s movies, so it had to do, obviously, a remake. Stranger Things, though, brand new sort of thing, but again, set in the sure 80s. Is. And the remake of, sort of, Ghostbusters, again, being in the 80s is sort of a vibe that's hitting really well and whilst there is like similar sort of child actors that's the other thing to take away from it is that these movies have the main cast is child actors like it chapter two obviously was mainly adult but it chapter one the success was child actors stranger things child actors good new ghostbusters movies child actors and a lot of them are the same actors which is called the ghostbusters afterlife just so that yeah the new movie. is that film out no, it's not out. It was supposed to come out in summer of this year, I but it got it delayed. I think it comes out 2021. Yes, it's been postponed back. But uh, the trailer... The trailer it, is out. Yeah, you can watch that. But again, it's like Finn Wolfhard and maybe a couple others. Um, I listed them. Okay. Hold on. Go for it. Grace McKenna. Or sorry, sorry. McKenna Grace. McKenna Grace. Wrong. wrong right. You got it. You got it. You got it. Um, Finn Wolfhard... Paul Rudd and Sigourney Weaver, which is in the Paul first Rudd. movie. Yeah, Sigourney oh, Weaver is in the first Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Paul Rudd is a daddy. Paul Rudd, like I know John loves Paul Rudd, right? I love Paul Rudd. Ant Man, fucking uh what's the one with him and Marshall? What's yeah. that? I movie? love you, man. I, I love, I you, love man. you, man. Wet Hot American film. Summer. I don't Slap know if people know that. If you haven't seen Wet Hot American Summer and you love like ridiculous movies, watch it. Slap at the base. <laughs> Sorry, the I did. That's hear, I love I you, did man. Hear you, Reese. Yeah, Amazing. I know, but I heard Reese and I didn't want to butt in. <laughs> yeah, Paul Slap Rudd. I, I've said this before, but like Paul Rudd, one amazing actor, two the most perfect casting for a Ghostbusters like remake, new sort of like vibe that I could ever think of. And the best part of the new Ghostbusters is that it's not men's Ghostbusters or women's Ghostbusters. It's kids' Ghostbusters with both guys and girls in it, and it's just going to be a good movie. I think that that is part of what made the new Ghostbusters not so great, was that they tried to make it feminist, which, like, don't get me wrong, I am a feminist. They went too far. There's people who are not feminists who wouldn't watch it because they just tried to make a woman version. Like, I think, I generally think with something like this, if they're going to do a remake, going mixed and mix and matching and, and, and playing off of people's strengths, no matter who they are, is the way to go with it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the new Ghostbusters, if you haven't watched the trailer, watch the trailer. Ghostbusters, what did you say? Like, what's what it say? called? Yeah, what's it called? The new Ghostbusters. Um, oh, the new Afterlife. Ghostbusters is Afterlife. Afterlife. Go watch it. First of all, Finn Wolfhard, who slapping name. His by name the way. says it all. Finn Wolfhard. Like I'd kill for a name like that. That is a good name. That's a great name. But he also, was in Stranger Things, It Chapter Two, and now the new Ghostbusters. This kid's gonna take off. Also, not only that, but Sigourney Weaver is in the original Alien, the and original Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. And now she's in the new one. Mm-hmm. So, like... She's always been great in anything she does. She's she's also pretty loyal to sort of her franchises and her movies she's done before. Like you said, I think in the new 
Prometheus or something, she has parts in it, or in the new Alien game, she does like voiceovers. She's like, she goes back to things she's done before and is is committed to that. Um, Google's offended by me clicking, but mm-hmm. like I'm trying to find out for you. Yeah, but New Ghostbusters, I guess if she's back in that, then that's good as well to have some continuity. I don't know if um, Bill Murray is going to be in it, but I would hope he would. I like, don't at know, least a cameo. but in the trailer, his voiceover is there with a call it luck, mm-hmm. call it karma, or whatever. Yeah. That is Bill Murray. Okay, so Dan Aykroyd is the director. Bill Murray in the original Ghostbusters is a little bit weird and very, like, not... It doesn't doesn't age well, Bill Murray's character. But Dan Aykroyd, Harold Ramis, and Ernie Hudson's character, Winston, Egon, and Ray, still stand up as okay. Um, and I believe it's Dan Aykroyd's character... No, no, sorry. It's Harold Ramis's character, Egon, whose kids... Oh, is it? Because I one. thought it was Dan Aykroyd. No, it's the one in glasses, which is Egon. Okay, that's what I was talking about. Mm-hmm. I thought it was Dan Aykroyd. No. But I Harold guess Harold Ramis, which his character name is Egon. Harold Ramis. Mm-hmm. I don't know. This is Reese's editing job, so good luck. The honey. one in glasses. <laughs> he's he's the one who's like kids or grandkid is the star of the new Ghostbusters. All I wanted to say is that I liked that it was his lineage. Yeah, not Bill Murray's. Yeah. Yeah, because Bill Murray's character isn't isn't. I mean, we didn't well. say that in this beforehand. We have. We've said this. Bill, Mur- I've said Bill Murray's character does not age well. No, and I think that I like that they're taking the lineage of the original movie and expanding upon mm. it. Yeah. Anyway, so that's the new like Ghostbusters sort of rough sort of idea. Watch the trailer, enjoy it. Whenever the movie comes out, we'll let you know. Although, but yeah. We are excited Wait, can about I interject? It. Go for it. Because I did want to say something about McKenna Grace. Okay, go for it. Though. The girl that's yeah, yeah. in the trailer. I know. She's in a ton of shit, and she's amazing. Is she? What else is she in? She's in I, Tanya, which mm. is the skating movie. I think the name of the skater is Tanya Harding, mm-hmm. where she was a, a real, it's her life story, autobiography or biography, can't remember. Mm-hmm. Um. And they talk about how she had someone, like, kneecapped, like, hit in the knees so she couldn't skate and shit like that with Margot Robbie. Mm. And one, Margot Robbie is amazing. John loves Margot Robbie. Like, if I I had to go lesbian for someone, it'd be Margot. So, like, (laughs) if you're more, if you're in the unknown, honey, here I am. If you're like in the I don't know if I want to can just, if you're in the alien race that can just like clone into being anybody, Mick wants Margot Robbie. Yeah, mm. I mean, I I don't trust anyone who doesn't. No, I, it's it's more of the Harley Quinn. That's the. Oh no! Not Wolf of Wall Street. I've never seen that. <gasps> what? <laughs> Oh my god, John! Okay, fuck well, all I the watched, McKinley I recommendations. Watched, Go watch Wolf of Wall Street, I watched, you shit. I watched the first half hour and fell asleep. What? <laughs> How can you fall asleep? There's so much jiggly. I was just what? tired, I don't know. Oh my god, John. You need to watch Wolf of Wall Street, like, now. Right, I'll watch over the weekend. Okay, but you like Margot Robbie and what's the movie? Um, The one that Brad Pitt won the Oscar for. Uh, once upon a time in Hollywood. Yes, because she has. See, I've heard content. mixed reviews on that. See, it, I haven't it's seen a, it yet. It's a weird movie, 
it is good but it's uh yeah it's it's pretty much you have to watch it and then rewatch it to fully understand it it's not like an easy to watch movie it's kind of awkward ah, right, maybe okay. look up the like wikipedia Inception. for marilyn manson first yeah it's a, it's it's based roughly off of sort of this uh major sort of hollywood guy who got a cult going and murdered uh, a bunch of people charles manson charles sorry. manson yeah marilyn is the rock and roll artist mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it's, it is a weird movie, but she's she's good in that, and she fits my taste because she got brown eyes in it. So that's the only thing. Anyway, moving <laughs> off of this, eighties movies remakes we love. The Instagram loves it. Child actor remakes the Instagram loves, and movie remakes the Instagram absolutely loves. There's only one or two people. There's two people that said no to movie remakes, and there is everybody else said yes to it. So. Remaking Ghostbusters is a good thing. Keeping 80s-themed movies going is a good thing. Child actors, keep them going. Finn Wolfhard, all the rest of them, keep them going. Good thing. Stranger Things, good thing. And that's it. That's all I had to say on it. Can I have one more thought? Go for it. Finn Wolfhard. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Slap a name. I'm like deaf in at least one of my ears. So every once in a while when I rearrange my headphones, I can't hear shit. It's all right. You're good. Keep going. Finn Wolfhard. In it, it chapter one, or chapter no chapter two, both whatever one Finn Wolfhard appears. He was in the first one. The book, the kid with the glasses, right? Yeah, and I think he's in a flashback in it chapter two where they go yeah, to they the chick's house yeah, and yeah. they don't discuss mm-hmm. it in detail. He is kind of a very different character in those movies and in the trailer for ghostbusters than he is in stranger things stranger things and like i feel like it's more him Mm -hmm. it seems more natural when you watch it than stranger things and it could be just because at least what we've rewatched stranger things he's much younger and i think in the third season he gets more into that but he's very much the funny guy yeah, he's the comedic in it, chapter one. He's very much, yeah, the comedic, like, relief. But in chapter, in Stranger Things, he's more of, like, the serious, emotional sort of one and gets in very the first, emotional In what quickly. we've seen of the first season and, like, half of the second season that we've rewatched, I found him very intricate. Yeah. Whereas I think in it, they kind of gloss over that and make him more of the funny man yeah no it well it's because like his adult character is a comedian so as well they sort of know that and that's the sort of character he's sort of building towards and he's but then if you watch the trailer for ghostbusters obviously we don't know yet what Mm -hmm. he'll be like but i think when you watch that you see more of the character from it than you see the character in stranger things and i think that that's very interesting yeah he's basically like in my mind, in the Ghostbusters trailer, he's playing the young Bill Murray. Yeah. As the comedic yeah. relief, not taking it too seriously, fuck it, we're gonna die sort of character. That's who he is. I don't know. I think that's interesting. Look out for Finn Wolfhard because I Finn think Wolfhard's that gonna he's be gonna do some interesting time. stuff. So is uh, sure. Millie Bobby Brown. Millie Bobby Brown, yes. Like the new Sherlock Holmes. You mentioned the Oh, yeah, yeah I watched that. Williams. I watched Did you like Holmes. it? Uh, yeah, I thought it was really good. Yeah, it was but good. I'm a, she's I'm a good. fan she's of the new... what was her name? Millie Bobby Brown. Millie Bobby, I'm a fan of hers. Yeah, she's in my mind. She's the new Emma Watson of like when Harry Potter first yeah, launched. She's sort of similar, sure. 
but I, I don't know whereas Emma Watson has sort of like shied away from acting and done more sort of feminist and activist sort of like roles now in real life stuff which is mm-hmm. amazing fully support that but like I don't know if Millie Bobby Brown is going to do the same or if she's going to end up like staying in the acting world and do more movies um, but I compare the two pretty similarly the same as I would compare sort of Finn Wolfhard yeah with like uh I guess like yeah he's he's definitely one up and coming and could be really good but more than a Macaulay Culkin as much as just gonna shy away from it yeah I think that Millie Bobby Brown's Instagram is really cool Mm -hmm. I don't know if like the unknown listeners want to look there I think that they're my target audience right now probably I Um, don't I don't follow her why why is it cool I don't know. She just has a lot of like behind the scenes stuff that I find really interesting. Behind the scenes, and also she does a lot of sort of fashion. And yeah, and real I guess especially movements. for women, is the more target audience that she has. She has a whole like skincare lawn line called Florence by Mills. Mm-hmm. And not like a sponsor. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> but I mean, if you want to, mm-hmm. that would be amazing, wouldn't it? Yeah, for the new host. Oh, of the that show. would be unbelievable. <laughs> Imagine if. Millie Mom, money, Bobby money, Brown money. was like, I love the pineapple She's not theory. gonna f- follow us if you say Mimi Bobby Ben. Mimi Bobby Ben. Millie Bobby Brown. Which is a nice name, but Finn Wolfhard's a slapping name. But both of them have three names, and that's serial killery. Millie Bobby Wolfhard. <gasps> They're gonna marry. Anyways, yeah. Anyway, that's all I have to say. That's it. I think we can probably wrap this episode up. We've been going for so long. It's been I think a you can haul. cut some stuff out. I'm going to have a, a hard job editing this one, but it has been good. The only other thing I would say is look out for my uh, nature documentary voiceover <laughs> comedic YouTube channel that will yes. be coming soon called yes. Insert Blank Here. I don't know what I'm going to call it, but maybe we'll work on that. Anyway, this has been the Pineapple Theory Podcast with our beautiful, smart, amazing guest, possibly new host, John. <laughs> John and McKinley. Wait, is that is that? Oh, you wait. Were you not calling me beautiful and smart? No, no. You, Sorry, I, I thought that was about you too, John. Don't yeah, worry. Thought, You've yeah, got I, to say your thanks to McKinley for pulling this episode out of the dirt and actually giving oh, some solid I, reviews. That was for your first ever pod. Well, first ever podcast on our show. Mm-hmm. I'd give you a ten out of ten. There you go. Oh, ten out of ten from nice. John, which is realistically like a eight point five ish. An eight point five out of ten. Yeah. It's but, like how in, I don't know if you've seen The Office, but when how he says that Pam oh, is like a six office. out of like, like a six Scranton, but like a, or sorry, a seven Scranton, but a six New York. That's mm. me on yeah. this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I yawned. My Just bad. Just go with it. Go it's with fine. it. Sorry, All right. We'll go with this it. has been the Pineapple Theory Podcast. Follow us on Spotify. Follow us on Instagram at the Pineapple Theory underscore podcast. I've been one of your hosts, Reese, with my guest host, McKinley and my co-host motherfucking John and we will as always good night San Diego well no if you stay classy San Diego you stay classy San Diego John says and we'll see you fucking later goodbye goodbye yes I don't know what any of those words mean you don't seem flushed away Jamie Dodger, that's that's the I have seen flushed away. Don't get me wrong, but I don't know the reference to Jamie Dodger. Okay, so Jamie Dodger is a biscuit, but it's a reference to the boat, which they called the Jamie Dodger. Jamie Dodger. Also, like if you're a Jamie, you're like. uh, Is that not the pants you poop in? 
No, what? that's jogger bottoms. What? <laughs> no, they're, they're if jobby catchers. If, if you are jammy, oh, jobby you're sort catchers. of like uh, you're sort of like nimble. You're sleek. Is it weird when I say it? Yeah. yeah. Say it again. Jobby. If I say it, <laughs> say it in your accent and then say it in the Scottish accent. Jobby, jobby catchers, or like jobby catcher. <laughs> <laughs> A jobby catcher.